Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast here on the 18th of July, 2017. What? It's yeah. the future. <laughs> it, wow. It, it, it is not by definition that. <laughs> Literally not. Literally and figuratively in all now it possible is. definitions. <clears throat> nope. No. Nope. Nope. Now it is. No. Nope. 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 Still doesn't work that way. Nope. Now it's future. No, no, no. Causality, space-time continuum, all, all saying no. Are you saying it's also the past? No, actually, that's no. The doctor is a woman. Now what? it is. It's happening. <laughs> and now it is. What? And now it is. What? <laughs> no, no, it isn't. <laughs> but, but, but at the point that I said the word now, when I finished the sentence, the word now is in the past. Yes, but when you said it, it wasn't. This is why time travel don't work in movies. <laughs> because nobody understands it. <laughs> What's going know. on? Uh, not much, Alex. Not much. You know, I'm so hungry. I feel like I could go for some kind of a sandwich. Okay. I, I just had ramen. I just had... <sighs> Nice was that set up to an elaborate burn? I was, I was, it was going to be a setup to maybe a, a, a peanut butter sandwich. Nah, but, uh, but, uh, hey, hey! I did say elaborate burn. <laughs> it's been a couple of years since we have seen our wonderful friend Peanut Butter Gamer on the show. He's finally found time in his busy schedule to come on back. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, thanks for flattering me as well. With of course, yeah. We we know you thanks get for views. And let's be honest, we struggle for relevancy in every no, way we, no, we on our dying, also fan base, dying channels. Ladies. So. What up? Yeah. Hi, ladies. That Thanks is for true. watching. He does have... <laughs> Thanks for watching, ladies. Like, what? insultingly good hair, which he chooses, That's also chooses to hide under a tea cozy, and I'm not really sure why. Is that kind of a preservation technique? Like, no, that's actually because I didn't uh, shower today. So mm. oh, I was going to. I, think, uh, I mean, I don't know I if have... there's anyone here that has, but I didn't tell you that right now. Nope, Wait a minute. Done that. Didn't have time. Oh, you did. Oh, Jess, Jesse is the only one who did. Okay. I was ashamed of my hair because I didn't shower. But if no one else did, I'll go ahead. Oh, screw that. That's not bad. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Oh, th that's not bad. It's like luscious locks flowing everywhere. It's like women faint, men faint, cats faint. <laughs> oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Where were all these fainting women when I was in high school? I didn't know. I didn't meet any of them. <laughs> you're, a bit, you're a bit of a late bloomer in that regard. I actually was, I think, yeah. Like a lot of got famous on the internet people were, let's be honest. What, uh, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, what, what are we going to do? There'll be video oh. games, I would imagine. We usually, <gasps> sometimes, occasionally talk about video games. We'll be shilling the f*** out of Coxcon, that I can tell mm. you for a fact. Yo. Yeah. Because for those of you who missed it, I'm going at the last minute. <gasps> Coxcon? What Crazy. is that? Crazy town. Yes. I was. I, had, I did not intend to go this year due to a few other things, health concerns. Frankly, you didn't fucking need me anyway. You had a great lineup already. But... Somebody wasn't able to come at the last minute, so I decided, because I am a good friend, to just get on a plane and come that's and do true. it. That's true. Yeah. And you are that's always welcome do. to come, so... Indeed. Exciting! Yep. Sure. Um, I'll be sitting on a couple of already existing panels, no doubt, and making a mess of them. Perfect. It's gonna be fun. Uh, yo, I just want to point this out for the record. I've already been thinking about... This is for those of you who, who couldn't make it this year. Uh-huh. Next year... 
I know a guy. I've been hanging out with with some of these guys from I think called Normal Boots. I want to see if I can get all them guys out there too. Oh, who's that would be who's, cre- in, who's in Normal Boots? Can I get a couple names? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Those the X Game Trailers guys, right? That do reviews on YouTube. <laughs> I, you know, uh, yes. on Game Trailers, so that's yeah. not like too off base. <laughs> I'll say they are. Yeah, God X- would X I G N. There's like uh, there's a lot of people we could get at a show that you then only sell a thousand tickets for that I have a feeling would probably require the sale of more than a thousand tickets at that point. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like it's it's a cool, chill environment, so it's not meant to be like too crazy. Well, yeah. Although one day, look, if I sell out more if I, if I fully sell out, then we'll just make it like packs and I'll be like, I won't even show up. I won't, I'll just <laughs> Some, hey, to be fair, like, like um, they you'll be they you'll be Tyco, right? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say like uh, Gabe and Tyco show up to every at least. Oh yeah, West. they're they're amazing. Those guys yeah. bust their ass there, so they do. That's they me, do. Josh, and yeah, I um, like, I like that idea. Like, just have your fun for like five years or however long you want to go, and then just totally sell out. Like, sorry, I did it, guys. I'm done. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. Y'all got this, right? See ya. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll know you'll know I've sold out when I officially change the name just to Cox, like the Cox <laughs> Omnimedia Expo or something like that. And just be like, Omnimedia, yeah, 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 yeah. Transmedia yes. was it? Uh, ad- transmedia adjacent gaming yes. adjacency. Yes. Get some more uh, buzzwords in there if we can. Speaking of conventions, Evo. I guess it's not a convention. Speaking of things that took place speaking of events that have to do with video games that people go to jesse you're not even good at promoting your own convention at least let me tell people there are still a few tickets available at coxcon.co.uk it's cheap as hell we'll be there signings photos we're doing all that stuff yeah yeah there's plenty of tournaments this year uh every year we've done this uh we've at the end been like hey what can we do to improve and make it better and last year one of the funniest comments we got was what if we're here, but we don't want to wait in line to see you guys or go to any panels or hang out or do anything? What can we do? And I was like, crap, I don't know what you can do. So this year. What if I don't give a fuck about any of you, but I happen to be in the area and I just. You have to be one of the seven people that are actually local to Telford, which is a remote location. This year we have uh an arcade with like arcade machines we have a retro uh console room i'm probably gonna mostly be in there honestly because i hope that you've got at least one satin in there and if you don't i could bring my satin collection we can go full guardian (laughs) hey i've got satin bomber man that supports 10 fucking players we can get two multi-taps i don't know if we have controllers i don't know if we have controllers i've got i have eight i have eight satin controllers (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) Bring those I things. I Let don't think happen. I could bring them on the plane. Like I, that's just too much shit. But there is uh, a tournament for Overwatch in which you can win a laptop for having the high score against PCs. You can, uh, my God, there's a Gwent tournament. There is a uh, Wanderlust tournament. There, oh, there's all sorts of things that can happen. There's an area for Jackbox party games if you want to just chill pit? and like. Uh, you know what? Disease pit. There will never be a ball pit. <laughs> if you want to play with balls, <clears throat> yep. it won't be at CoxCon. So, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I was waiting for the delivery. You nailed it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a ton of extra stuff to do this year. And then we've, uh, we just, every year we're going to listen. So this year when people are like, here's what I hated, I'll be like, all right. 
How do we well, fix it for next year? you did eliminate the wait six hours in line to get a signing from myself and Jed, which is yes. good for everybody concerned, by the way. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, wait, this year, I, we learned a lot. from. I've done so many conventions now, I figured the, the prime thing of like, one day is just photos and one day is just signing. So like- It's optimal. Everyone has time, so you're not stuck there forever. Yeah. Uh, it always sucks to feel like you're moving people through sort of almost like a production line and stuff, but simultaneously, mm. six hours. Mm. Six, yeah. as in people passing out, falling asleep, watching entire <laughs> trilogies of movies <laughs> with, and missing all the other content just for that is unreal. That's not okay. Like, yeah. And yeah. we're never going to charge for signing a fucking autograph that's never going to happen. At least yeah. I could say that for myself. I don't want to lock any of the rest of you out of it. <laughs> be a I, dick. I will say, I'm I will say, do it. I will say, I learned when we were at uh, Indie PopCon the prices of people who do charge for autographs, and I was like, awesome. I was like, get out, blown away. Are you kidding me? I can just sign a thing and make money. Shut <laughs> up. You can do that. I know. Yeah, it was, it was around that. My favorite one was one of the, uh, I don't want to put this dude on blast. I'm sure he's a wonderful man, but it cracked me up. Uh, one of the people who waited in line to see us when we were together uh, uh. was like, yeah, I just paid for one of the voice actors over there. $50 to say his line. And I died. I was wait, like, wait, wait, shit, wait, wait, wait. I can just, $50 I just, for just saying it, like not recording, not giving you I, a custom one. I think it might have been recorded. I have no confirmation. They just said to $50 to say it. And so I don't know what that means. Um, it might have been wow, recorded. Wow. Uh, but with that that's said. Okay. That's a bit not okay. Like, <laughs> with yeah. that said, I want to be like, I should just make a game and then be like, boobity bang, $50. <laughs> bullshit some like lines. That was crazy. It's so like, maybe yeah, there's that no way we'd ever do that. A custom line that can then be used for commercial purposes. I could kind of understand that, but it's like, Say a thing you've already said that isn't custom to you in any way, shape, or... Yeah. I, wow. Um, it's like, yeah. It's like I mean, I can song. literally get John St. John to say whatever the fuck I want right now for cheaper than that, and he's John St. fucking John. Yeah. I don't... It's, it's weird to me that... Uh, but that's, I think... If that's your job... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the justification. I'm not going to claim to ever know. I think we just come from a different background of like, you want my autograph? Sure. Okay. Here. Yeah. Enjoy. Well, I think those <laughs> those of us who were sort of part of the original wave of internet Z-list celebrities probably came up that way and kept that because it made the most sense. Like, okay, a person has actually gone out of their way to show up to an event Already to, paid too. Yeah, waited in a line sometimes for fucking hours, for the sole purpose of getting either a signature or thirty seconds of my time. To charge yeah. them for that would make me a knob sack in yeah. so many ways. It's very common though. It, it, for, it is like, weird for the old school celebrities. Yeah, it is. I've never heard of anyone doing on YouTube. I, uh, I know we probably wouldn't say even if we did, but I haven't heard of it anymore. I mean, I that. would definitely call someone out on YouTube if they did that. But um, <laughs> I'll let you do it. Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah <laughs> I, I have been. Let me just. I am very good at starting beefs, and I have been doing that very well over the last couple of days for very good reasons. So I would happily, happily do something like that. 
Um, does it happen at? Uh, I mean, I don't know if any of you bother with VidCon, the temple of narcissism, I've been once. but I've been um, once. have you seen year. anyone at VidCon who's tried to do that? Uh, I went to VidCon because Hank asked, like, asked me on Twitter if if I would go, and I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. And I went. I stayed in my room the whole time, so I couldn't even answer the question. <laughs> the, I mean, you did, you did the I'm, best I'm thing. Like, what not, you, you experienced VidCon, VidCon in the best way you could. Con. It was a great convention, and they run it really well. But it was no anymore. They don't, but <laughs> they might have. Well, like last year I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm yeah. certainly not gonna like. They invited me there. I, they treated me well, but I didn't know anyone there, so I didn't. I didn't really do anything. Yeah. I didn't even see any signings. I had a panel that, that went well, but that was very good. Glad to hear that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know if so anyone on YouTube does. I mean, it's a very sort of old school idea for often hey i was famous for this thing and now i'm doing the convention circuit now that i'm not like acting anymore either because i'm trying to get more acting gigs so i'm trying to sort of ride off that um and there's definitely a degree of sympathy that i could offer for that and also the fact that you've got a culture of hey i'm going to get something signed and sell the fucking thing on ebay it's like <laughs> right oh, you've just proven that it has inherent value then mm. uh, for i do i i'm hope i don't think i've ever seen anyone sort of do that for a youtuber like take a thing and sell them and if I ever saw it for me, what I'd do is I'd just duplicate that thing a thousand times to kill the market. Like, yeah. make it make it have no value, because it doesn't have any value. To give them a bunch away for free. Yeah, for, well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, I think if, if you show up and stand in line for fucking hours, the least we can do is sign our fucking name. Yeah, that's literally the least we can do. <laughs> it really <laughs> it is. is. Yeah. Thank I you agree. for waiting to walk up to me. Yes. Here's the signature. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank you for thinking that I'm at all worth your time <laughs> yes in any way Here, enjoy go up like, anyway in the first place why are you in. not going yeah. and doing the other much more entertaining things that are here right now it's yeah yeah, yeah. But, i'm rewinding a bit here but jesse real quick you mentioned an arcade do you have pinball uh that is yeah a, girl here's the is thing is there pinball? Love pinball there's no pinball but there God are damn there, it, is time, uh, there is time crises games Okay, that, multiple okay. times. Do you have okay. House of the Dead? Any, any, any uh, kind of House of the Dead machine? I do. I cannot confirm or deny any Houses of the Dead. You better have, uh, House I, of the dead have some to, sort. I don't have the list in front of me. There's a giant uh, list of all the games. I love Lycan uh, games. I fucking love Lycan games. But yeah, I'm very look. I'm just thrilled that that I get to play a Time Crisis game with the yeah. actual foot pedal and stuff. I'm gonna yeah. Time Crisis I'm is ready. Time Crisis. I like the Jurassic Park shooters as well. I'm a big NFL Blitz guy too. I like NFL Blitz. Tons of fun. Yes, but, but yeah. Like, if you have do pinball, you have uh, what is it? Let's go jungle. The best light gun shooter from Sega. I just, God damn it! Uh, this confirmation just in. <clears throat> Please inform TB. I just ordered a ball pit. <laughs> Disease. Also, here's the list of the arcade games. This is not the uh, games that are in the console room. Uh, Crazy Taxi, Donkey Kong, 1942, Bubble Bobble, Dig Dug, Final Fight, The Simpsons, Time Crisis 1 and 2, House of the Dead, Gauntlet Legends, Mortal Kombat 2, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Good One, T2 Judgment <laughs> Day, Pac-Man, Sega Rally, Twin Racer. Oh, and, yeah, Sega Rally. Fucking love that game. And Nintendo Play Choice 10. So oh, there's a ton of things. That's a good lineup. Yeah, bad. there's yeah. lots of stuff. To but you play. don't have Let's Go Jungle. I, I'm so sorry. No, it, we do it's, not it's have Let's Go on the Jungle. Screen. Let's Go Jungle. <laughs> and I, if you do not know what Let's Go Jungle is, Let's Go Jungle is a lichen game shooter about a jungle full of 
giant insects, and love. Uh, there is a love mechanic. Sure. There are <sighs> giant paddles. I do know what you're talking you about. Dodger, you about. and I played that game. Yep, you, you have. I'm almost certain that you have. Yep, we totally did. It was when we were for, at Emerald City Comic Con, and we were like stuck we like went out one day and we were in a uh an arcade and it's straight up it's that game where you sit there and remember the piranhas that came out of the water and kept attacking us and, and you, you have to, to like them off with a paddle yes and you have to f hit things at the same time and at the end it's like your love meter and that's like yeah if you sink it up yes, your love meter that. goes up yep i've never been to emerald city comic-con or dragon con i'm sorry Right. You have one hundred percent because I know we've talked about this show on the uh, on the show before. We've talked about Let's Go Jungle, it. and I'm almost certain you've played Let's Go Jungle. Okay. I know, I know, we have. I know we have. So, my apologies to Dragon Con. In my mind, Dragon equals Green equals Emerald. Emerald City Comic Con. Sure. But but we played that, and I know that we played that because then when you and I played um, at MomoCon, when you and I played the scary game, the jump scare game. Oh, mm, the one we that has like, your heartbeat monitor on it. We yeah. were like super synced for that. We were our connect. We were like, because we had played this stuff before, right? Yo, we got it. We had practiced. We laid the groundwork. Well, I mean, I we we beat, we beat Dead Storm Pirates down in Atlanta, if you recall correctly. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the game I was thinking of because I I was thinking this looks like Dead Storm Pirates. I was watching yeah. the footage of this game. Is it? I assume it's made by the same people. I think it might be. Yeah. I, it has I, the same circle shooting mechanic. It looks yeah, like it's, it's of like uh, the the whole rapid fire. It's basically like uh, rather than a like a game where you're holding the gun and reloading the gun, sort of a mounted turret, basically that you yeah, move around yeah. like that, and it's rapid fire. Yeah. Um, Let's go jungle though is fucking hilarious. Like most Lycan games are in the way that they're almost deliberately written terribly as a really stupid B movie, but Let's Go Jungle <laughs> goes beyond that. Um, yes. It's the amazing. facial expressions. I need to find the fucking piranha bit. Um, that's rocks. This claims to be a full playthrough. I'm hoping it is. I love that someone just recorded themselves at the arcade cabinet. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, this is the bit where you ride a giant elephant that swings its trunk back and forth to kill spiders. Also, you have a machine gun, yep. which is the best thing that has ever happened. Yep, the whole, uh, whole level's called Elephant Ride, actually. You get points for that. God, yep. it's so it's so dumb. Thank, it's thank you. Let's go jungle. Yeah, they actually went a different route because I don't think they hit the piranha level because there's oh, multiple the piranha level so good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that's oh, a game you well, don't have. So don't buy it. a ticket for Coxcon because there's no Let's Go Jungle machine. But I said <laughs> there's no reason to go now. <laughs> yep. Damn. Coxcon.co.uk. You say there are a few tickets still remaining. Telford is a remote place, uh, similar to what would happen if a car park pretended to be a town uh, but there is a nando's and a cinema and a bowling alley and a few good restaurants there's so. a nando's there, is a, there nando's. is a nando's yeah i mean we should have expected jesse would never choose a place to have a convention that didn't have a nando's it would really be in the back. nando's if it was possible <laughs> yeah. what is nando's oh my heaven. oh you've heaven. never been to nando's all right for some top bunts yes i'm googling yeah, it's good. Oh, you are about to enter a very interesting rabbit hole. Oh, it's so cheeky. Nando's? N-A-N-D-O. Okay. Cheeky Nando's. It's like kind of like soul food-ish, kind of like... Not at all. Really. No, sorry, it's the wrong term. Yeah. Comfort food is what I meant to say. No, not really that either. It's just chicken forever. It's literally just grilled chicken in peri-peri 
Got yeah. it. And, and a peri-peri chili sauce of variety. They have a new flavors. one now, and it's so good. The new sauce is delicious. It's a chi- like a sweet chili sauce? No, it's uh, more tangy. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. It's a Portuguese. It's Portuguese. Uh, All in, you know in is that we're now talking about of, Nando's. Yeah. It looks really good, actually. Nando's I is the fucking it. best. Yeah. It's basically the only reason we go to England anymore. There are a couple <laughs> of them in the U.S. I did go to one in Washington. I hear they're terrible. They're not as good as uh, the they, British Well, ones. they didn't know how to do wing roulette. We had to explain the concept of wing roulette to them. What is even Washington State or Washington, D.C.? Yeah. I can't believe that that concept never went over. It's probably a liability thing. Some would sue them. In the U.K., nope. They're not going to do that. Plate 10 wings. One of them is extra hot. Spin the plate. Take a wing. Keep going until you hit the fucking volcanic hot one. That's wing roulette. And it's literally on the menu and you can buy it. We tried to do that with our um, <laughs> with our wedding cupcakes. Because we made we made it so that because we had wedding cupcakes instead of a cake and we made it a roulette so nobody knew what flavor they were getting. There were like so lots funny. of different flavors. And I real I pitched pretty hard for there to be one cupcake that was just jalapeno. And I was talked out of it because there were old people and we didn't want anybody having a I fucking mean, heart attack. Yeah, but not, like not murdering one of your guests might be. I wanted it there. so bad. <laughs> They were like, what if it had been you? What if you ate the jalapeno one? I was like, amazing. That would be <laughs> That's amazing. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Dude, I yeah. want jalapeno cupcake now. Right? No. I wonder how I, it would I, taste. I don't like want a that. spicy sweet. Oh, man. But jalapeno cornbread, though, that's like a put it in Ooh. cupcake form, and that is life. Dude, jalapeno. jalapeno biscuits, sausage biscuits from Whataburger. One of the few things I miss about Texas. Yep. Jalapeno biscuit you know, sausage. Is that South again? Carolina. When can I go back? <laughs> in North January? Carolina, we have Whataburger that is not that chain at all, but is still called Whataburger. You're aware of that. And each, weird. In North Carolina. Uh, and it's in, oh. and each restaurant and has an individual number. Yeah, completely not the same chain in any way. Weird. But, but we have Whataburger. That's interesting. Uh, I don't I, I exactly know what the story behind that is. Uh, it's it's a bit of a bit of an odd one between it like what a burger uh it's what dash a dash it's burger. different so it's like <laughs> in and out but not huh. yeah yeah apparently yeah. Started what a burger apparently yeah. started in virginia uh, and then the water burger which is all one word is the texas-based one or which like is a chick-fil-a yeah I'm seeing people call it water burger that's what i used to call it when i was a kid it's what a burger what a burger yeah Waterburger. Water water that doesn't sound very water good. Burger. Yeah, yes. I wouldn't eat that. Just water burger. Yeah, I hear they serve them in Flint these days. Extra water sauce. Yeah. Yes. Dude, my fave when I was in Oregon, my fave was um, uh, Sonic Burger. They're like jalapeno burgers. Were so good. Speaking of jalapenos, mm. all I want to do is give a shout out. If we're talking about food, shout out to Ted's in Buffalo, New York. Ted's hot dogs, best hot dogs in this nation hands down y'all are missing out holy so shit good apparently jesse we have to go apparently there's a place in los angeles that's like a sushi place with the conveyor belt right but they fucking they gamify it so for every like however many plates you eat you get a gotcha we gotta go <laughs> god damn it we gotta go teamwork we can do it right? also 
Uh, speaking of gamifying food, so this past uh, weekend at Evo, we went out one night to this place. This. Cool. All right. Sure. Go for it. This uh, place we went to at, uh, in Mandalay Bay was called Boiler Room RX. I want to give them a shout out because this place was crazy. It was like, um, uh, like, I don't, it was so, it was, it was like steampunk restaurant, cool. but it was all very creative foods. So Vegas things has got like, exceptional for food over the last couple of years, by the way. It's become like foodie capital of the world at this point. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It was, it, so it was things like uh, chicken pot pie nuggets. For example, where it was I like, saw Kristen tweet out the picture of those. Yes. So that things works. like that. But at the end of the night, uh, when they were like, does anyone want dessert? We were like, nah, nah. but they were like, well, we have a game. And if you get this ice cream, it was an ice cream tray. So it's eight baby scoops of ice cream. And as you taste them, if you can figure out what the flavors are, they'll give it to you for free. So it became like this. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Let's That's play. Fun. And so everyone's like, Mm-hmm. Kristen got all but two uh, right. She was Aww, very close. Amazing. Yeah, and so it was one of those things where it was just like, okay, let's see what this game is. And everyone sort of like tried to figure it out. That was super fun. It was super fun. I love stuff like that. Gamify yeah. everything if you can. Right. Gamify everything. Clever point to all desserts. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was. That's exactly what well, it was. Since yeah. you've got onto the subject, you might as well talk about Evo. You were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evo uh, every year is super, super cool. I think it was, I, I want to say that, that this year, uh, I think their change of putting Melee on the second night and not the final day on Sunday might have hurt the overall attendance on Sunday. Um, for some mm-hmm. reason, I don't claim to know the world of Smash, but Melee still kills it every year people love it and they continue to love it and they will not accept anything new they just will not move on and um the response to wii u smash was was not nearly as good as melee and i I mean it hasn't been at all right though it never is yeah and and they they uh i think it's nintendo pushing like hey promote that make that your sunday thing but yeah i feel like that was a huge issue and um when it came down to it on Sunday, it was really humorous to see. Uh, so we thought it was going to be insane on the floor level. We thought it was going to be super packed. We were ready. We got tickets in the front row. We were like, this is going to be the hypest. Apparently last year, the floor seats didn't have screens, so you could not see what was going on. You that could, is you less to than ideal. Like this. Right. And this year they had giant TVs everywhere. And so you could see the stage, you could see the TV, you could see the screens up above. Apparently, everyone just assumed, like last year, there was not going to be anything down there. So there was like nobody down the floor seats. Everyone was around the Amazing. top. So it, was like, it was like just a few of us down there. It was very weird. And hmm. so they kept panning by us because we were right by where everyone was walking off stage. And it would just be like the eight of us, like, hi, and then the empty seats. It was so funny. It was like, oh, they didn't think through this at all. Um, it's it's strange yeah, that they even kept uh, panning the cameras because uh, usually in an event like that they will go out of their way not to show. Uh, well, eventually when they finally stuff. did it, when they did the Smash tournament on Disney XD and when they did Street Fighter on ESPN, they only focus on certain the, parts of the crowd. Yes, they would be much much they, more careful with that. They yeah. no longer came back to us, except for at one point yeah. they did. They uh, on Disney they scrolled by us and some people were sending us pictures of us like hi. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, it, it was uh it's it's a amazingly fun event if you want to compete it, it's super entertaining to watch uh and watch you get your butt kicked by players that are infinitely better than you than you and um then the the finals are always like if you watch the street fighter finals this year my god those were back and forth every single match except for like the very very end and the very very end was a comeback good. that was uh, it's five that do it did they do f four as well or have they just moved completely to five now five right yeah haven't and followed so five as Fighter much five. as i used to follow four four was one of my favorites to watch this is the last year that they did marvel versus capcom 3 as well right well and yeah they did it was attempting to move to infinite much to the chagrin of everybody apparently uh because let's be honest they're not doing well on the pr front when it comes to infinite at the moment it doesn't help that Dragon Ball Fighters is looking pretty much better in every way. Man, and everyone was so excited for and that. And they just announced fucking a, a cross battle game between Blazblue, Persona, um, Undernight in Birth, and R, R, whatever that anime that Rooster Teeth did was it R W B Y? Is that what they call it? Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was that got the crowd really hype after that happened. We were people were like losing their mind. Um, that looks really cool. It's always. Blaze Blue is always an incredibly fun thing to watch. I might not know what the hell's going on in it, but visually, it's super entertaining. Um, yeah. yeah. They put Marvel versus Capcom the very first thing at 7.45 a.m. on a Sunday in Vegas. I don't imagine that was – I slept through the whole damn thing. And usually, yeah. I'm about Marvel, but this year, I just didn't care. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's just sort of fading away. Uh but I woke up specifically to go to Blaze Blue because that stuff always entertains. And then, um, I never liked Tekken watching Marvel, Marvel three, and it yeah. mostly. I mean, I've never liked the aesthetic of Marvel three. Like, I'll be on the contrarian side of saying that while Infinite's got some pretty fucking serious visual issues, uh, overall I prefer the look of it to uh -huh. to three. I think the sort of pseudo comic book style they did in three with the massive overemphasis on black stroke and stuff just did not work out. Um, I don't think it looks great in motion, and also it's a game that involves locking people down into very long combos, which to me is not all that interesting to watch. Um, I prefer like seeing some like Killer Instinct where people can break out of that and reversals and all sorts of things. Uh, mm -hmm. But I understand that it's also great on a high level. I just don't personally appreciate it. But Well, that's, that's kind of what I like about Blaze Blue is that you can do those crazy combos, but... It doesn't. It doesn't just end the game. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't do terrific amounts of damage. It just looks awesome, and then you can go back to, to fighting and stuff. I like that about it. Guilty Gear, I think, is equally as entertaining to watch. I love um, watching yes. Guilty Gear. Shout out to our buddy Octo who got in top one hundred this year. Yeah, man. Well done, Guilty Gear, so good. Uh, that was that was Shout Saturday night. Who, by the way, I've still beaten in a set of Tekken Seven, <laughs> and I'm never gonna let him live that down. Tekken was actually pretty cool to watch this year. Uh, it's much slower than everything else that was there. So you got to see some of the more like fundamental gameplay stuff. It was, in I mean, I'm not a huge Tekken fan, but it was fun to watch. Um, mm -hmm. Smash was, was I thought pretty entertaining. I, uh, the crowd is so fickle. <laughs> that last, that last match was just like people turning on each other, depending on which way it went. The crowd was behind. It didn't matter who they were behind. It was, and then that at the very, like very end, the crowd reaction was, oh, Bayonetta's just broken, which was hilarious. It's like, no, 
no, he just he just won. Like nothing's broken there. Uh, and then Street Fighter was this year was the first time in a long time Americans had a chance to go all the way. And uh, shout out to Punk for almost making it. That dude, his whole family was there cheering him on. It was amazing. Um, but that comeback from from Tokido was crazy. If you can go watch the finals. That was, it was like a man who had played all, Punk like all day was playing next level, just like destroying people. And then Tokido just appears like, like <laughs> from nowhere, just like, I've been waiting so long for this moment. Today is my year. And just came in there. Oh, that's it anime was, as fuck. Oh, it was super, it was super anime. It was like- Punk the is two, really young too, right? Yeah, yeah. I felt so bad for him because, because it was on ESPN, we saw just like what the normal cameras were doing. I have no idea what ESPN showed, but the camera footage, what we saw, the raw footage, they just kept the camera on him as they were doing the award ceremony, just on his face. And I was like, oh, let that poor boy go. Let that poor yeah. boy go. He is like holding back tears. Let him go. Turn the camera off. Because he was, he was playing the best he'd ever, like, I don't think anyone played as good as he did. And he just couldn't make it at the end. And yeah. it sucked. He was so heartbroken. But uh, he'll be back. He'll be fine. That kid is talented as hell. So, yeah, this was – it was it was huge. And um, every year it gets bigger and crazier and more people enter. And it's also in Vegas, y'all. If, if you – I'm telling you, you should come. Which is a really fun fucking town. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was Evo then. Mr. Mm -hmm. Peanut Butter Gamer, could you tell me what you've been playing over the last couple of weeks? What's been going on? Uh, I've been, I re-picked up uh, Grimrock 2, which I'm really oh, Legend of Grimrock, enjoying. Yeah. yeah, I had played, this is my third time restarting it. Uh, I got about halfway through both times, and I'm finally going to finish it. It's one of those games where you jump back in and you're like, I forget where I've been. I yes. forget what I've done. I'm just yeah. going to restart everything. Plus, I kind of like remaking my party anyway. Um, so I've been playing that in my spare time. Uh, I've also been playing uh, a little game called Death Road to Canada. Oh, yes. oh yeah. yeah. We have played Death Road, certainly. It's, I, I love that you're in my, you're in my You were in my Death Road uh, lineup, I believe. All of you were. I think you survived. <laughs> Not 100% sure on that one, though. Yeah, playing with the familiar characters is, is fun. I, I'm it's pretty sure it, it's easier to win, which I have still yet to do, if you play with the... Uh, uh, what is it called? The Heroes... Uh, the one where you play with like familiar characters, I think it's what it's called. You can yeah. like find Link and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's probably that's overpowered, I imagine. Yeah. But yeah, that game's a whole lot of fun. I played a little bit of Splatoon 2 as well. Um, but unfortunately, oh, I have to I have to mention that that game was provided to me by Nintendo. Um, so <laughs> yeah. As much as um, I'd love to show footage of Splatoon 2, I don't want them taking 50% of my revenue for fucking nothing, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. Uh, but Fair talk enough. to me about Splatoon 2. I didn't get a chance to play the Splat test fire, whatever the hell they had, the few hours worth of demo, because I'm not going to schedule my life God, on that it shit. It sounds like they just left in a bunch of issues from the first one that always really pissed me off, so I'm interested to hear what Austin well, thinks. Oh, don't, don't get too hyped for my discussion or anything, because... <laughs> They, they, first of all, they had so many, I was, I was gone uh, with, with Jesse at any PopCon, so I didn't get a big chance to play it, but also they had a lot of embargo, like specific, like things you couldn't mention, uh, 
mostly the things I wanted to actually do videos on. Uh, so I kind of didn't. Sure even sounds like working with Nintendo, which I never. <laughs> and they're do not now. always like that, but for some reason with with Splatoon they they were um, Splatoon two rather. So the only thing we re I really did was play some of the multiplayer. But they didn't send. There was nothing wrong with the with the internet or with the connection or anything. But they didn't give enough review copies out. So it was I was having a hard time finding even finding matches. I think I'm at level five right that's, now. So. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, they some of the guys in the office got a copy of it as well. And when we were gone, they kept trying to play, and there was no one on to play with. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what they hope to achieve because you figure people would play at those times, but because the times are so specific. Most people can't play at those times. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, Nintendo has just not cared about reviews for an extremely long time because they can deliver a message to a rabid group of people rapidly over the internet without really having to worry about the press anymore. So they're, they're just, they're not really going out of the way to hide <laughs> their disdain for the press, honestly, at this point. Well, they're so nice to me, but... <laughs> Look, okay, I'm not going to say anything. I want to copy of uh, nice to Fire Emblem Warriors. So. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> All right, so, no, just, like, confirm or deny for me, right? You still can't switch out your weapon in between matches. Um, I'm pretty sure you can't. But d don't take my word for that. Don't take that my word shit. for that. I'm pretty sure you can't, though. Confirm or deny for me. <laughs> you can't see the loadout. Like, you can't see what any of the other people on your team are picking for their weapons. Like, what weapons they have. I'm pretty sure that. Until can... you're in the match. Yeah, because you don't see them. You just see it's the, the, it's the same as the first game. That's they're, they're, they have a game that's trying to compete with other multiplayer games. You got to fucking... Yeah. Come on! This <laughs> really is a good point. I don't this like basic deny. This shit. is literally the good same point. fucking thing as the last game, just with a two on it, by the sounds of it. Yeah, um, um, it I, looks cuter. Oh, cool! That's what's first of all. Is. It's not on the Wii U. That's one. That's one thing down. But I don't know. I, I have uh, from people that have played it more. Uh, my uh, friend, his name is Todd. He works. He works with me a lot. He played uh, Splatoon a lot, and he played a few rounds of it and said that there was some stuff better about it. I just don't know enough about Splatoon to. to that's give very a, specific. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. Don't get too hyped up for my uh, my uh, my opinion on Splatoon Two. I played maybe maybe half an hour of it. Uh, mm -hmm. It does. I from a from a novice perspective, it does seem a lot like it is very similar to the first one. There's a lot of uh, new maps and weapons and things, and but it's it's pretty similar. I'm actually looking forward. to it though i i didn't play a lot of the wii u one because not a lot of people i knew really had a wii u but almost everyone i know has a switch so i'm hoping to get get uh some some mm. hours not, not being on the wii u is a feature uh, yeah uh, that is that is actually a feature I, I, I saw a thread on a forum a couple of weeks ago it's like what wii u games should be ported to the switch all of them, all of them is the answer <laughs> because they didn't sell very well uh, yeah. That and there's this weird, weird. I was like, "Well, all people work on new games that are ports of stuff that were." Blah, blah. Okay, firstly, obviously, barely anybody owned that damn system and played on it anyway. Secondly, it is a portable device. There is value in porting literally everything to it because yeah. it is now a portable device. Yeah, they're porting Stardew Valley to the to the Switch and Rocket yeah, League, which I'm and really. Why, why should they not? 
Like, yeah. why, for, for what I'm, possible reason would you not want yeah. to do that? I would buy Wind Waker and Twilight Princess for the third time if they released <laughs> if they re-released it on the Switch. I really would. Because I have the... To be fair, I didn't buy, I guess, the two Wii U remakes. They, they were sent to me. But I would buy uh, the same games for the Switch just so I can take it on the go. Yeah. Because that's what that I always wanted. The Wii massive anyway. selling point. Without yeah. question. I just like that Nintendo's making very obvious fan servicey characters now i'm okay with it i think it <laughs> is super funny that that they're just like here internet pervs enjoy i feel bad for pearl <laughs> <laughs> everybody's shitting on pearl she's just a tiny gremlin let her live her life <laughs> i don't know what Did that is why pearl what is, the, what is the story of pearl why why is this happening because because like Splatoon one had like the two host characters right, and Splatoon two has two new host like squid characters. Okay, and one of them's named Marceline, and one of them's named Pearl. And Marceline is like hot, and Pearl is like tiny and like. Meh. But that's how everybody draws her. So that's how I think of her now. I feel so bad for her. I guess <laughs> I think she's fu she's funny. She's likable. <clears throat> There's definitely, I think, uh, over the last couple of years, been more of a awareness by Marina. companies. Sorry, that's what I said. Chad is, I was Chad's gonna say, jumping on my dick. I could no, it's okay. I got you, girl. Rewind it. Rewind the vod. Anyway, the I think it's been more of an awareness from companies over the last couple of years as to the veracity of fan art communities and the thing that builds up around a particular title and what it can actually do for them long term on a Overwatch. commercial level yeah well i mean i think overwatch is probably the thing that brought that sharply into focus on a triple yep. a level and undertale is probably the thing that brought that sharply into focus on an indie level that you can't necessarily ignore that there's quite a few companies that may even be going out of their way to chase that we keep bringing a battleborn as something that was probably trying to chase that I mean, when Randy Pitchford was literally asking people to draw and pawn of the characters, <laughs> it, it does become a little transparent as to what you're trying to do there. Um, Hashtag twin tell. Has nothing to do with Battleborn. Speaking of but... arms, I think that that's one thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. people. Nintendo, that was one thing I think they really missed out on on arms because I played a lot more of that. It's a really fun little game, and they have these really interesting characters that I think people wanted to latch onto, but they didn't really insert any story into it there was no lore there was like oh well min min owns a noodle shop okay like what about like what's the what noodle about shop that? like you yeah. know like it, they didn't go in, into any detail no they didn't right. i mean ar and arms it, it arms really is a solid that. game I, I i i like arms and i like the fact that hey it's new ip i played it with the missus she enjoyed it even though she had difficulty with the whole uh 3d spatial awareness things you could still play it and it's got a lot of value but like a lot of things with the switch it's like this could have done with six months more in the oven yeah, yeah. and so, and the law the law in particular or complete lack thereof like you've visually you have designed some interesting looking characters and there is nothing else of any sort there yeah, it really left me feeling wanting for something because they hinted at so much. Like, I was like, oh, they're going to expand on this. 
maybe you just need to beat some of the some of the campaigns or something and it's like there really wasn't any no there isn't any well story. this goes back to a thing that i think is kind of every time i see it i'm like Ugh, really guys but i enjoy it and i love it so go watch the new trailer slash explanation video overwatch posted for doomfist in that video it's them saying like how doomfist was created da, 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 da. the very very end one of the guys is like what will doomfist bring to the world of overwatch what plans does he have for all of our heroes time will tell but he's up to like one of those stupid things i was like "Ugh, shoot me but then i was like people eat this shit up oh people yeah like yeah that's yeah. people like that like that's that not we'll never see like a doomfist single player campaign where they have to fight him or that's never gonna happen but that little bit of story everyone's like oh he's the bad guy gotcha and so people <laughs> love that stuff and you know, I think that's I think that's kind of cool. I'm not gonna hate on that. That was I was like, oh, never mind. That little bit of stuff is all people want. They know yeah. what they're doing in that regard. Their strategy when it comes to getting people invested in those characters has worked to a fucking T. Yeah, there's not a question about that, which is why other companies are looking to it as a model. But, but when I couldn't agree with uh, Austin more on this, like that. Arms is a giant missed opportunity in that respect. <clears throat> but like when you look at Overwatch, again, it's it's a nonsensical like he's the villain, but you know he's gonna hang out with seventy six and like fight off Symmetra. Well, I mean, it's we, we've been we've been thinking about that since the fucking alpha that the, the the way that this works is nonsense. But it doesn't but matter. No one cares. Nobody yeah, you cares. Don't, you don't have to, as it turns out, connect character yeah. law world building a backstory to the actual game mechanics you don't have to do that for people to mm -hmm. still like it yep. as long as you make your characters fun and cool enough it doesn't matter i mean there's a bunch yeah. of bullshit it, it wasn't even overwatch that did it first there's a bunch of bullshit yeah, going yeah, back to yeah. team fortress 2 you know in particular yeah. on stuff like that and even before that where it's like the game mode makes no fucking sense with the actual world building in universe and not a problem we've played games where and I, I I understand like the inkling to do this. We've we've played games where they force you to sort of do a campaign in order to unlock those other characters, right? So that it's right. built on lore. So that it's uh, oh well, this guy is a bad know. guy, but Bob once you like that, yeah. play a little bit more, then like you'll unlock that character because then they're on your side, right? Like that kind of a thing. And I, like I get it, but it adds like this weird extra tedium yes that people really don't does. enjoy it's 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 a strange it's it's gaming is strange when you look at it <laughs> what we're saying is a game where you shoot people and you have like colorful characters and some backstory but it's all sort of online and in videos and stuff that's okay for overwatch but when it came to destiny people were like fuck this game for not having a story in the game right and it's and i love that because Destiny was like, well, it is story-based, people were furious that the story wasn't in there. But Overwatch is like, nah, I mean, there's it's a story. It's a expectation. But, yeah. You know, you set the expectation. People, uh, they set the expectation with Destiny as to what it would be, which is right. this grand sweeping fucking MMO in a new IP and universe telling you a story. It's like, hey, we got Peter Dinklage on to do this and all that kind of stuff. They set that expectation and then failed utterly to deliver on it. And then people were pissed. Whereas and Overwatch not never set that. that expectation. Yeah, it's crazy. Had they not set up that to begin with, Over I, 
I don't know what magic boardroom meeting they had when they were like, well, Titans failed, but let's salvage what we can. And what they chose to do was super smart on every single level. Super smart. They took all their assets and made the best use they could have made. Mm-hmm. It's genius. It's just crazy. Yeah. I think they also probably took a lot of ideas from the fact that in things like Dota 2, League of Legends, games in that genre, you got big, diverse character roster. The game mode makes zero fucking sense. And it's full of things that make no fucking sense at all. And yet people do care about the characters beyond just the kit, if they're well-developed enough. Visually, stylistically, in terms of their voice acting and their lines, their relationship with other characters. Yeah, they do matter. That does matter to people, even if the game mode that they're engaging in is completely nonsensical in that context. Yeah, I mean, even the fact that when when people play a game of Overwatch and there's a new, like, you know, when you're idling and ready to go out, there's there's new lines between two characters. Uh-huh. People lose their shit over that. Yes. Because and they love, like, the connections and all of that, even if it's small. During the uh, event in England, the, the one they had, uh, every time you play that, you'd hear new lines. They just had lines hidden in that thing. And every time you're like, oh, do you hear what they said to each other? Oh, my goodness. It was super fun. I Yeah, I love stuff like that. And they they sort of give you just a little bit over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am curious what happens because everyone's like, where's my, yo, can I get a single player? Can I do this? I'm curious what happens if they add that to the game, what happens to, to the storytelling in the community then? I honestly don't think they ever will. I don't think so. I think I think that's not the game they're making. No, they have shown that the co-op, like doing small vignette co-op style things, works, and I think uh-huh. that's probably what they will focus on as a result of that. Mm. Could they make an a single player Overwatch game, a separate one? Yeah, um, you know the kind of the StarCraft Ghost of Overwatch, as it were. Probably oh, I a terrible to play that game so badly. <laughs> Hey, we played it back in 2005, and it wasn't it too fucking... playable version? Yeah, it was running on a, the original Xbox uh, at BlizzCon. You could play it. We played it. The very it. first one. Yep. Not too bad, If had <sighs> they actually man, developed it. That kills me, because I, I just had it on, like, Game Informer, and I was like, man, I can't wait for this game. It was and, I, and then eventually it just never came out, and I was like, what the heck happened? Yeah, that, what, what they've kind of said is that Sort of what they were attempting to achieve with StarCraft Ghost's campaign, they then achieved with Nova <laughs> Covert Ops, which is the... With what? Nova Covert Ops, which is the expansion DLC for StarCraft Two, which is more focused on small group tactics than actual RTS, um, and, and focuses on Nova stuff... as a character. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that they added. There's like a, a car driving sequence, and like a... there's all sorts of cool stuff they added to that. There's boss fights... Uh, so yeah, if you want to see what probably Ghost would have been, go download that. It's like twenty bucks or something like that. Hmm. That's good. It's it is it is a lot of fun. It's not the same as the campaigns really at all, which is probably a good thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that was that was a sad sad loss. I think there's a few things that I don't mind that they cancelled, but even <laughs> playing Ghost in a rough form back then in that multiplayer, basically Ghost multiplayer was a better version of the latest Battlefront. Hmm. In fact, I'd, I'd say it was even on the level of the older Battlefronts. It worked in a very similar way. Like, you could earn points to spawn as a better thing. Like, uh, at the top-level unit, I think, that they had in that demo was a Mutalisk, 
if you're playing oh, Zerg, uh, which was obviously the cool. only flying unit that you had access to. So you got enough points to earn a Mutalisk, you'd fly around the map fucking people up in a serious way. Um, you could play as a Hydralisk, you could play as a Lurker, I think. Um, Just sit there underground. Oh yeah, you could be a total dick with it. And <laughs> there was a couple of other things you could do, and obviously it was Terran versus zerg i don't know if they had any intention of putting protoss in as a playable multiplayer faction that would have been they pretty definitely cool had as well. screenshots of someone i don't know if it was zeratul it was someone was in there as a as a character but it might have been for the main story but i remember seeing right. a screenshot of a protoss like oh my god yeah yeah it was very much a command and conquer renegade style of game which was also good by the way and renegade x which was the free modern remake of that still is active and still has players and you should actually play it because it's really cool it's actually really really awesome it, it's one of those games where that have always flopped because this concept just doesn't work because of the human element to it where you've got oh there's a base build there's a base building aspect to it but everyone's a grunt in this sort of war but one person's a commander well renegade x solved by by not having a commander it's like uh -huh. because they knew that the dynamic between those two things in unorganized teams doesn't fucking work for the most part because of the human element to it they just said no no commander so if you defend the harvester if the harvester gets back with tiberium you're going to get upgrades eventually and that's going to happen automatically and you're going to get new classes and access to vehicles and shit and there's going to be no commander element to it which is why it worked i don't know how we got here from overwatch but hey well, well we started at splatoon 2 i think mm. <laughs> that we did we learned very little about splatoon 2 i'll yeah. say that um well the interesting and i i played as i downloaded the demo and played for about five minutes of it i just didn't have the time when it when it released a couple of days back but i that was my first experience of the gyro tilt aiming mm. and i was surprised by how much i liked it and i think i used on, it on the wii u version and i think on the switch and you've only played a little bit on the Switch, but you can maybe uh, tell me it's better, <laughs> right? I mean, the sensors, the gyro, the gyro uh, is better yeah, on the Switch, I, right? I do think it's better. I actually switched off um, of it for the first time, mostly because I was playing with someone else and we were kind of switching the controller back and forth. And so it was just a little awkward, but uh, I did enjoy it on the Wii U. And I do think that it is a little bit better on the Switch version. I'll probably yeah. switch back to it once it comes out. Yeah. And I, I think maybe as a portable device that might, make more sense mm. depending on of the size and the ergonomics of it yeah because you're looking at the controller which i always thought with the 3ds made the motion or gyro or whatever for like zelda when you're aiming with the uh bow or something you know you just kind of use the joystick and then like you can kind of adjust the aim more precisely with the yeah. gyro i actually kind of like gyro controls depends on the if, if they're implemented well i mean i've been an advocate of the wii remote style of first person shooter for a while because it basically emulates a mouse you know I, this is actually a good way to control an fps it works i i think it especially worked well for i won't play any other version of this game now uh resident evil 4 i think it did it's, work it well it's slow that. paced anyway so it helps uh you know you do the stop and you aim and it makes those situations a little more tense to me and but also you still have better control over it at the same time i mean did you, so did I, you, I, did you play red steel 2 I think that's one I of the best examples didn't of that. I play ever Red Steel 2. I played Red Steel 1 and Red hated Steel it. sucked. Red Steel 2, yeah. phenomenal game. Like, forget that Red Steel even exists. 
They brought out Red Steel 2 with the Wii Motion Plus. It is one of the best examples of a first-person shooter done on console that I've ever fucking played. And it's because they completely understood why the point the Wiimote plus nunchuck in one hand method is good for first person aiming. It's very it's good try. for it. Yeah, give it a try. Uh, gyro is not the same as that, but done well, it can be similar. And I certainly didn't hate it on my first impression. I know it's divisive. I know some people are like, oh, no, I never use that. And then some like, no, yeah. it's better that way. I know there's a bit more customization this time, as to you can have some gyro. You can turn certain features of the gyro off. But I think that's actually a control method I'd be willing to learn, because there is nothing I hate more than analog stick aiming in first and third person shooters. Yeah, yeah same. It's I, I think it. I think it do. It does work great because, especially because you're having to kind of precisely cover as much of ground as possible. So it's a little. I mean, like, I'm probably similar to you, and I don't play shooters on consoles ever, yeah. really. Yeah. So it kind of is a little annoying to me, but if I can just kind of, like, like slightly tilt my hand a little bit to cover the extra ground, you know, I think that works pretty well. It's always, Gyro has always worked well for aiming to me on, like, 3DS and, and Wii U, because you, you kind of just use the joystick, and then slight adjustments are more precise with the mild movements for the gyro, I yeah. feel. I've been hearing lately, and it's not a control. I have a Steam controller, but I don't use it. That lately, especially with the additional developments, because this is it's a, the Steam controller is a very weird thing. We don't hear a lot about it, but there's a very dedicated base of people that do like it, and because a lot of the development is done by the user base, and everything's uploadable to the Steam Workshop, we're seeing sort of entirely new methods of controlling games using this thing. And I'm told that lately there are some excellent examples of using the Steam Controller Gyro as an aiming mechanism for first-person shooters. Hmm. And that's I very intriguing know that to the me. Steam Controller had Gyro. It does. Uh, it apparently has yeah, a very good Gyro. So I'm told. I've, uh, I've just used the 360 controller. I'm gonna have to check it out. I've always yeah. considered. I've heard people say that it was good, but I'm just like, eh, 360 it's, is fine. There's a lot of getting used to it. Uh, I don't like the owl face buttons. I don't. I, you know it. If I'm going to use an analog stick-like thing, I would just prefer to use analog sticks. But the thing is, a lot of people also said the same thing and said, yeah, but that's not all the Steam controller can do, though, because we've got this gyro and it's really good. What if instead of using the owl face buttons as nasty trackpads, we started using the gyro more and we're starting to see new control schemes be developed for existing games using this thing? And people are saying, this is actually good. There's a number of people in chat that apparently uses the Steam controller. They're saying, yeah, I use Gyro for certain games on a regular basis, and it, it's a really good alternative. Huh. Apparently, I the Gyro, Gyro. the PS4 controller is fucking shit uh, compared to the Steam controller. Like, Steam controller blows it out of the water. Y'all have to try it out. I need to get, try some Gyro on my Stardew Valley playthroughs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. see how that works. Throw get all water. those eggs. <laughs> I've actually never had ant farm animals in Stardew. I just have yet to do it. What? I, don't know. I just don't care about them. I'm going to do it one of these days, but. That's fascinating. What, a, what an interesting play. I got to have my alcohol. I get it. Life. Dog, I get it. One of these days, I'll have some chicks, chickens. Mm -hmm. Badum tish. That's a perfect time to go to the break. When we come back, more about the games that we've been playing this week. You're watching the co-optional podcast, the least relevant show on the internet. Don't go anywhere.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed the sounds of Big Giant Zirkles from his Imposter Nostalgia album, as well as Linealis' song by Inon Zer from the original Dragon Age, The Good One. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, were you going to argue with me on that one? Um, I don't like any Dragon Age games. Okay, really, well, so. I, all right, that's fine. Then. That, that's a point of view that <laughs> I can accept. It's like, wow. Well, actually, the best one was Dragon Age 2, I'll have you know. And... No one has ever said that. That no. never <laughs> I'll I never think, be actually, I think PC Gamer did. Like, after they gave it a 95, uh, or, and then everyone was like, what are you doing? I didn't Which know game did you bad. play? I thought it was Inquisition. That was the one that everyone didn't two, like. I mean, 2 was Two's horribly rushed. Than- I mean, they, they put it out yeah. in like, less than a year, basically. Huge amount of reused assets, a lot of bugs and problems with it. Inquisition also sucks, but for different reasons. I've never played it. I, I have friends that really love the series, and they always say the first one's better. I mean, classic Bioware. The first one, it's really all you need to play. I just hated the way that the first one's controlled. I didn't like. I didn't like the feel of playing those games, so I didn't play uh, very long. Would it it play like Kotor, where it freezes before the combat starts? Yeah, um, I mean, you could pause it any time. You could do it from an isometric view. You could do a sort of a pseudo third-person view. It was basically classic CRPG combat. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you. I I play. I remember. I'm gonna confess something right now to all of you out there. Uh, He's got a I, confession to me. Sorry. We're, yeah, we can do Foo Fighters too. That's fine. Um, the best. So I no. uh, played through the first Dragon Age about I don't know five hours and stopped, and then for years did not continue to play it until. I finally played it again on PC and then just used the command prompts to hack the game and uh, make my character like level 99999 and just destroyed it just so I could see the story. That's I mean, it. The, the game so, wasn't hard unless you played it on the hardest difficulty. I didn't earn shit. No, I played it on like super easy story mode and I just wrecked stuff. I, uh, yeah, so okay. I cheated. I cheated the hell out of that game and I want everyone to know I still feel pretty good about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did it however you want. I'm just confused yeah. that anyone would find the easy mode of that game too hard. Well, I didn't want to like spend a lot of time on it. I wanted to play it. I wanted to bang characters, but I didn't want to have to level up, which sure. is a solid choice, I feel. Huh. Well, yep. I also have a confession to make. Uh-huh. Heat lightning isn't real. As has been pointed out to me by Legions of Actually. Uh, the actual Floridians? No, actually, is the uh, patron saint and superhero of being right on the internet, actually. Of course. Uh, Actually. Heat lightning is actually a misnomer for just lightning that's further away. Interesting. It's a colloquialism. Um, It's it's just, it's not a real meteorological phenomenon. So I apologize to anybody that came to Co-Optional for accurate meteorological information. God, that's even as everyone to say. does. Yes, as everybody does. I'm uh, gonna have to resign. It's just like <laughs> it's just lightning that's further away. Not that it really changes any of the points we made about it, but it is just lightning further away. So there we go. Right. You you we can right. stop tweeting now. Thank you. I will, however, not stop tweeting dogs. So. I had so many people message me being like, is TB okay? I am phenomenal. That's a sign that I'm really... It's kind of weird. And I was like, what do you mean? He's tweeting his favorite thing in the universe, dogs. Yeah. He's, he's good. You, he's fine. Is he being Funny. hacked? It's like you, 
how do you not know that I like dogs? Like, how... I, I, I enjoy that you got all of the it's TBOK comments. And mine were like, what's he doing now? Why is he doing this? What's happening? What kind us? of ploy is this? What yeah, is this yeah. shit? What is yeah, this scheme? Yeah. What's behind it? Mm -hmm. Like, you're clearly in on this. What's going on over there? Like, I don't know. Don't talk to me. <laughs> like, they're good dogs, Brent. <laughs> they're good dogs. All of them are good dogs. All dogs are good dogs. Mm. It's like, 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 you need a reason to do that. Mm. What What bothers me the most, and yeah, I've got to roast a couple of people on this because it's fucking fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, you should be back on social media. It's like, yeah, but I'm actually having fun now. Like, this isn't the problem. Like, I'm not having to go yeah. to therapy for it. This is fun. I was like, well, it, by doing this, I like to use Twitter for important things. And you can't That's see the important cool. things because there are too many dogs. Mm, uh. Ah, yes, the important things that Twitter is used for. <laughs> right. All of those important things. What, what which are? never followed Ego Raptor on a Saturday when all he does <laughs> is retweet, like, barely dressed anime girls which is Beauty saturday my Best. favorite i've it's never great. appreciated more a man in my life he's just literally giving me like half naked women on a saturday it's great i'm like thanks dude i followed a bunch of artists that just because he's retweeted them yeah man yeah. that's great oh, i just retweeted three more dogs there you then, go that's what's gonna happen There's just to really drive it home dog or, or, or 20 Yep. Yep. I wish I could retweet all the dogs. Uh, that is impractical, unfortunately, because we have been sent quite literally over a thousand pictures of people's dogs over the last 12 hours. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> which is wonderful. That's the way that life should be. It is. Wants Filled gifts, with cute dogs. People. Gifts, not not just pics. No, I actually don't. Like, I'm fine. That's a, I'm fine that's with a lot of images. work for somebody to make a gif of their own dog. Is it, though? That's if fine. you love your dog, you Yes. Will. If you still want images, that, fine. retweet. If you want that TB, you gotta... Pay with Giffy. no, you, you don't. Yep, all dogs are good dogs. You don't need to pay for anything. It's like, is my dog up to standard? There is no such thing as up to standard for dogs. They are dogs. Therefore, yeah. all dogs are up to standard. Damn. Um, my wife that is just all reality. dogs go to heaven. Is what I learned. Indeed. Mm -hmm. My wife and I are kind of trying to decide whether we want to have a kid in a few years or just get a third dog. <laughs> The, the third dog is the obvious choice. Yeah, I'll be real with you. That dog is the is yeah. Trust me, as a father, get a third dog. It's <laughs> much dog, easier. The dog will not grow up to be an asshole. You know this to be a fact. It, it is a. I used to be more of a cat person because I never really had dogs growing up, and that is eventually what I learned. You have a much better chance of having a good dog than a good cat. Good yeah. cats are great, what? but all cats dogs are, are good. My, all dogs both are good. of my cats are great. Yes, no, that, well, that's what they have conditioned you into believing. Yes. What? The I'm not cats are good cats. The ownership of a cat is basically <laughs> Stockholm syndrome on a mass scale. You know? I only had one good cat. I rescued him out of the bushes when he was a baby, and then he died when he was one years old, and that was it for me with cats. So, Aww. and now I'm dogs. I was expecting, and the only reason it was good is because he died and didn't bother me anymore. <laughs> No, I couldn't do it again. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, a puppy. And my first you better puppy. hope that my kitties aren't hearing this. <laughs> it's kind of like the Harvey Dent thing. He just didn't live long enough to see himself become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No. <laughs>
<laughs> he re- oh, no, I don't want to get into this. You said he really liked my other cat though, and the older one, and that cat hated him. So uh, he really uh, wanted to be buddies. I have known multiple people who have been in that scenario where they have like two or three cats, and one cat is like, "Aren't we all friends?" And the other cat <laughs> is just like, "Fucking leave me alone! I hate you." I'm so grateful that my cats love each other. Animal pet dynamics are are really funny. We have a giant white German Shepherd, purebred. Uh, he he wasn't like a runt or anything either. He was the second in his his uh, breed, like uh, his, his uh, older brother or whatever. I guess he wasn't technically older. The the number one dog became like a drug dog in the police force or something. So he's like purebred, like you know, just a, I was like a recovering addict. It's like he was a drug dog. He was tried all the hard stuff, man. Don't do it. And that's basically our 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 other dog, who's a rescue, who lived on the street and had rocks in her stomach when they found her. Okay. Um, she's half border collie, and so she she just came in and was like, "This is all mine. Like <laughs> this is for me. Like I don't know. She got like some street smarts or something and just waltzed right in and put that white German Shepherd in his place. And so she drinks water and he's just like, "Well, I guess I gotta wait. Like oh." <laughs> Like, it's, I'll be it's like, important right. you have an established order. Like, you yeah, can't, if you have two dogs vying to be alpha, it becomes a problem. Mm. So it, it is much yeah. better that there's an established order. He yeah. used to have a little more alpha tendencies, but when I moved in with my girlfriend, now wife, he was he was didn't like that I was there because he used to kind of do whatever I wanted. So I had to kind of like, this is how it's gonna go. <laughs> uh, really? So now now they'll, he'll like they'll stop drinking or drinking if I tell them to. to. I'll have one bowl, yep. and I'm like, "Is there all right? It's it's Lucas' turn now." And then he'll walk by. But it, it it's funny because if he gets mad, he'll beat her up. But like any other time, he's like, "No, she's just too aggressive." Yeah, it it's always funny to me when people get really upset hearing cats like hiss at each other when they've never met, and I'm like, "They have to they have to figure out which one is like the the big Kahuna." Yeah, that would be it's fine important. if they then just didn't do that forever as well <laughs> like which do they do. do that yeah they do oh. uh, their brother mine, and hissed at e- mine hissed at each other for like maybe an hour and then they were like all right got now, it we, we were kind of we were lucky with <laughs> our chinchillas actually that we got 20 minutes of standoff and a bit of squeak and we've never had a problem with them again and it's actually pretty fucking rare to get two chins not from the same I think I think it's called clutch. Maybe I mm. might be wrong. Not get pretty fighty with each other. They have never right. fought outside that first twenty minutes. Like we had them separate in two separate cages because we thought this is going to be a problem. We're going to have to very slowly introduce, go through a lot to even. And maybe it won't even work. Maybe we'll always have to have them in two separate cages. The younger chin somehow, and we've never figured out how, escapes the cage, gets into the other chin's cage. There is no problem. We've never needed the second cage again. We still haven't figured weird. out how the fuck she did it. It's so probably weird. sorcery. I'd, I'm just I'm actually scared and just do whatever they want now. That mm. stupid Life of Pets movie is it's lore. Secret it's Life pets. of Pets is shit. I, can yeah, I just point that out? Movie. It, it has been added to the list of the six movies I don't like. Damn. Uh, it Along with Jurassic really Park. Yes, yes, I forgot about that movie right after I watched it. And every now and then I think about it. I'm like, I'm glad I forgot about it. The that best 
parts of Secret Life of Pets are in the trailer. I guess? So just watch the trailer. Uh, I was I was gonna guess what your favorite part of that movie was, and it was from the trailer. Yes, mm-hmm. when they do the metal thing. When the, do- when the dog headbangs yeah. to metal. Poodle with yeah. System of a Down. Yes, that was by far the best bit of that movie. And it should have been two hours of fucking that. It's <laughs> as simple as that. And it wasn't. It was, God, that was such a forgettable fucking movie. You're right. It was probably the most forgettable movie yeah. that I remember. <laughs> oh, dear. Damn. The most forgettable movie that I remember is a fucking awesome box quote. We'll see if there's a good riff tracks on it. Maybe that'll help at some point. All right, well, we'll get back on some video games, shall we? Um, Dodge, what you got? I played, uh, I, I checked out Antihero now that it's out. I know that good. we talked about it a little bit last week. No, we did, But yeah. um, I did the whole campaign. And oh, the whole thing? Yeah. How long did that take it's you? Short, I guess. It's, it's not super long, no, because it's, uh, you guys were both saying that you felt like the difficulty really ramped up on the third. The, the third tripped us up. Not Once. like not like high difficulty, but just like it added so many other things that you now had to change your thought process of the game. Like it, right going, so yeah. it made it harder because you it was fine after that. It yeah, it was it was a did, stumbling block. Did you guys wind up doing online play at all? No, I just did the story. Oh, okay. I played so, skirmish against the AI. Okay, so um, I was I was curious because when you play online. It could be any of the matches, like any of the maps that you played on during the campaign. Mm -hmm. So that includes the ones that add in like some kind of a weird twist, right? Yes. So um, I I guess I was just curious if, since you guys hadn't beaten the campaign, if you came across maps where you were like, I've never seen this before. But um, yeah, the the campaign is good. It's... uh, it is short, but they kind of imply that there's going to be more, maybe, that they'll they'll add more campaign matches. Um, I got, I had the most trouble with the second to last map. That was the hardest one for me. What, what was um, tripping you up on that without trying to directly spoiling it, if you can? Uh, it's a, it's a map where... It's, I think, the only map where they make it so that one person is given a, like, your enemy is given a big boost against you. Oh, so it's just, it's just unfair, basically. It's like a, well, like on purpose. It's yes. like a, you start with a severe imbalance that you have to try to correct throughout the game. I'm gonna um, love that map. Then I fucking love playing the underdog in games like that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's it's fun. Um, so it took me a couple tries, but aside from that, they, um, yeah, they went pretty easily. I, uh, I really enjoy it. I like that in online play, so they let you do what's, what they're calling a live match or a casual match. Mm-hmm. And I really love that they have it that way. So casual match being you take your turn and then you can peace out. Oh, play, just, yeah, play by email, basically. Play by yeah. email. Yeah. Or and then, pass. um. And then a live match is you're you're playing it. You're sitting there live. Yeah, yeah. So you can do both. Um, can you do you several just... casual matches at once then? Yes. Good. So I have like Good. ten going on at the same time right nice. now against viewers. Yeah. Um. The viewers said that they literally just had to know. They didn't have to know any of my Steam information. They just had to know my username inside of the game, yeah. and then they could just they start a casual match with me. In that game. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah. So everything 
everything that they said was going to be in the game is in there and it's all working great from what yeah. I can tell. I've had literally no problems with any aspect of that game. That's and excellent. I think it's yeah. so fun. I think it's such a fun game. I unlocked yep. both of your faces. Yes, indeed. Yep. That's yep. those are the two secret codes that are in the game if you want to unlock our portraits, because we both covered it last year, I think, at PAX. They decided to put our artists' impressions of us in the game. We have no relationship with them. There's no sponsorship or anything. Nope. I believe the secret codes are I love Cox. Yo. Mm-hmm. And all fanboys must die. Mm-hmm. If you, and there's li- literally an option that says secret code. So you can yeah, there's like a portraits. little gear at the top of the screen. And when you hit yeah. that, it's like enter a secret code. Yeah. So I only just heard about this game yesterday. Could you give me a, I was looking at the footage. Can you give me like just a super brief synopsis of like how this yeah, game I is can, played? I can do that. Sure. Uh, yeah, go for yeah, it. I'll go for it. So it is basically a digital worker placement board game where the theme is that you are running a themes, thieves guild in good old London town and you do so on a map that you initially can't see. You've got to scout it out with your master thief and you use the gold that you earn from stealing from these houses and the buildings you control to recruit new units to take control of the map. And you have to accomplish, a, you could accomplish a few different victory goals to eventually win the game, uh, which usually is you assassinate, you, you fulfill an assassination contract, which means kill a named character. That counts as a point. You deliver a bribe, which basically involves paying money, that counts as a point, or you blackmail, which involves taking control of a full, full control of a church, and you basically blackmail the people of the town. That counts as it. Any combination of those, you do it before your opponent. It's one versus one. You win. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And is it each on match like, is like forty minutes. It's on Steam. It's on Steam. Yes. It's on, uh, Steam. It's it's on, on like, Steam and itch.io. I think. Okay. It's not yeah. mobile yet, but and I think that it coming. would port to mobile really easily. Mobile's yeah. coming. They've already said that, and they also said cross-platform play as well. Awesome. I figured it might be coming. I figured it might be on mobile because you mentioned the the game where, version where you just do your one turn, and that's not a yeah. kind of mobile. Uh, it's a perfect it is fit. also on GOG as well, so you can get yeah. it all over the there place. There you go. You can get it everywhere. Yep. Huh. I'll check Huge this out. Huge amount of replayability. I heard, I heard some good things just literally just yesterday. It was the first time I ever heard of it. Yep. It's, uh, just, it is, it's a really good implementation of it. What's basically... Could have been a board game, but it's dig- mm-hmm. it's digital and it benefits from being that. And it has a shit ton of replayability. Just as a one versus one tactical game with it's a great really, theme really, really good fun. art. And yeah. easy to it's learn on my too. wish list now. Good. <laughs> but there's only, like, in the end of the day, there's only, like, 10 or 11 levels, maybe. It's not that long of a game, so it's really quick to play. Yeah, but they reshuffle them, though, right? Like, the which buildings are on the level change every time. Right, 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 right. So right. you don't know. So there is there is a bit more. Mm. The campaign is a bit short, but that's kind of not the point. The campaign yeah. will right. teach you stuff and give you some cool variants. The meat of the game is playing one versus one either against the AI or against another person. And it's mm-hmm. and that aspect of it is incredibly compelling. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It's a yep. it's a solid game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Very good. Anything else? I also played uh, The End is Nigh, the new Ed McMillan game. Ah, uh, yeah. The one um, that looks like Meat Boy, but isn't Meat Boy, is it? It it definitely, it's obvious when you play it that it's an Ed McMillan game. Like, <laughs> you see a lot of the telltale signs in terms of, like, design, right? Um, the concept of it is that there was maybe some kind of an apocalypse 
and you are technically alive, but pretty much everything else around you is dead. You meet like ghosts, you uh, can talk to skeletons, like all kinds of stuff like that. And you are on a journey to create a friend for yourself. Very classic macabre. Uh, Ed McMillan concept. Yeah. You, Tyler Gill is uh, involved in this as well, the guy who made closure. Yes. Huh. Um, so you are on a journey to collect tumors that you will then sure. use to create you your friend. What? Um, yeah. So stop being surprised by Ed McMillan at this point when it comes to that kind of thing. Come yeah. on. It's uh it's fun. Yeah, I don't think that it's nearly as hard of a platformer as Meat Boy was, um, but it doesn't allow you some things that you might want, like um, wall jumping. There are hooks in the walls that you can use, but you have to like accurately get yourself to the hook. Otherwise, you can't attach to the wall. Um, and yeah, in, in each area, uh, there might be things about it that are different, you know, but um, yeah, there's different worlds that you go to right now. I'm in what I assume is supposed to be hell. The music is fantastic. It's a, each, each area has a different combo of um, classic and hard rock music, like Ooh. mushed together. Do you know who the composer really, really is cool. for this? Huh? Do you know who the composer is for this game? Uh, Somebody in my chat knew and I'll go, I'll go I am out. not sure, but um they apparently have a band camp that you can find all of the music on so if somebody if somebody in chat right now has the name go for it throw it in there but oh, it, the music's is fantastic the way just playing the game feels really nice it is frustrating of course but it's um no, not very Watchmen. fun God damn it. so yeah still trying to I find think... out who the composer is it, it's actually kind of hard to google because it's coming up as Watchmen, The End Is Nigh, and also Trivium's The End Is Nigh. It's mm. like, I'm fairly sure Trivium wasn't involved in it. Uh, hit the Steam store page and find out. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. It's not on the Steam store page. So oh. I would say if, if you're somebody who um, you liked Meat Boy, but you felt like it was a little too difficult, I think, I think this game is reminiscent of meat boy it's not the same but it feels easier than meat boy was what well, how so. would how would you uh describe sort of the differences mechanically between this and meat boy um well because it because it doesn't allow the wall jumping like meat boy did um you have to really not that you didn't have to plan out your movements in meat boy but meat boy up until the point that I'm at now, which I played, a, I think, a decent amount of the game, um, Meat Boy felt frantic always, right? Like, even in the very first level, Meat Boy felt frantic. Um, this game does not feel frantic. It feels like you can think through things. Take your time. Um, yeah, and there are definitely... definitely could not do in Meat Boy. <laughs> no. There, there are... Uh, you know, there are things like buildings will start to crumble and you have to figure out how to match time with that. Um, but from what I've played so far, there have only been a couple of areas that have created situations where it's like, these things are flying at you. Like you need to figure out how to get through there fast, right? Or um, some some kind of an environmental thing that makes it so that you have to 
do things really quickly or you have to think really fast. Um, but of course it's the sort of game where you're going to die a billion times and it reses you instantly and it doesn't make a big deal about you dying. You just play, play, play. So it's not, it's not annoying when you die. It doesn't make a big deal out of it, <laughs> which I appreciate always. The composer Ridiculon. Mm. Matthias Bossy and John Evans. I'll be picking that one up, definitely. I mean, I'm Perfect. not going to play the game because I don't like platformers, but I will just buy the soundtrack. Because mm. if you're saying it is that good, I, I liked trust it you a lot. Yeah. I hope that you are right on that one. Cool. Yeah. So I'd recommend it. I thought it was cool. fun. Cool. Glad to hear what have you been up. playing, TB? Um, not a great deal, uh, but let me tell you about something that sucks. Oh, okay. So we've we've talked a lot about iOS and the lack of good games and proper games on it, and also the idea of taking traditional games and putting them on iOS. Uh, bearing in mind that iOS devices are pretty fucking powerful things these days, and you should probably be able to make a better version of a game that came out on, like, the DS in 2011. Uh, but apparently if you're Capcom, you can't do that because the new Street Fighter 4, and yes, I did just say new Street Fighter 4, for iOS is a piece of shit. A terrible, terrible piece of shit. And uh -oh. for some inexplicable reason, nobody that reviews iOS games seems to have realized this, presumably because they are fucking blind. I don't know why exactly they are fucking blind, why they are able to ignore that this is a fucking fighting game that is clearly running at about 15 frames a second and looks worse than it did on the 3DS in 2011 on a device that is capable of far, far, far fucking more than that. But Street Fighter 4 Championship Edition on iOS is awful. Absolutely fucking dreadful. Unbelievably. Tell us how you really feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a bit of hype behind it because like, well, this is going to be the best example of hey, you can use an MFI controller with it, so you can just play it regularly, or you could use these sort of intuitive touch controls and have a real fighting game experience. And after playing that Skullgirls free to play game, which was pretty damn good in that regard, like, sure, they've had enough time to figure out how to do Street Fighter Four, a game which is almost ten years old, right by now. No, 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 they have not. Uh, on an iPad Pro, which is a fairly powerful iPad, this fucking thing runs at about 15, 20 frames a second, which is never, ever, ever acceptable for any 2D fighter, and unsurprisingly ends it up feeling like absolute dog shit. And mm. the excuse isn't even that it looks better because the backgrounds aren't animated. The fucking characters are pixely as shit. The texture Oof. resolution is utter dog shit. It is a complete fucking insult. Hmm. I am flabbergasted by this. And you know what? The best thing about it, they sold a version of this thing with the game vice, which is an Apple-released controller <laughs> that works in a similar way to that stupid-looking Razer thing that I own, and also kind of to a Switch where it clamps on either side. I own sure. the iPad version of the game Vice, and it is an excellent controller. The iPhone version of it is also excellent. It is a beautiful controller. It's very well-designed, a bit overpriced for what it is, but it works very well. And they said, hey, you can buy the Street Fighter version of this, and you get the copy of the thing for free. 
It doesn't even work in the opening menu. No. You can't even use it to... You've got to use the touchscreen to even move around the menus. I was like, you had the gall to sell this fucking thing, this like $80, $85 controller with this game as a pack-in and didn't even make it work properly. You are astonishing. Mind-blowing. I can't believe it. You know, this podcast broadcasts at 30 frames because it's a video show, but I think you're going to be able to see, even at that, how much lower this is off on this App Spy video. So you get to see pretty fucking horrible on-screen control. But look at this. This isn't even running at 30, and the fucking resolution and detail is dog shit. Do you I looked it up on YouTube, and you're, he, he's not being hyperbolic. It was no. pretty it's fucking terrible. And yeah, mobile devices are capable of so much more than this. How did this work? It looks worse than the DS version from six years ago. And the device is about 10 times as powerful. How? Explain to me how you fucked up this badly. I mean, this is the company that brought you Mega Man that also ran poorly. Mega Man. How? Are you this bad, Capcom? How do you continue to suck this terribly? Man, you were mad at this. <laughs> it, it just, it, it's just, fuck me. Like, I can't. I can't. They have the gold to charge money for this fucking game. Fucking God's sake, play fucking Skullgirls, Skullgirls Mobile, the free game. It is... 20 times better than this what are the reviews like on the on the universally positive really it's i played some other fighting games on mobile and it seems like the standards are low i don't know maybe that's oh just they fucking are fighting games so yeah uh let, let me check app store right now because this is a game that touch arcade said was great uh which touch arcade what the fuck are you doing like, I thought you were the only good place to go to get information on iOS games. What the fuck has happened to you? The current version rating is four stars out of five on iOS. And Touch Arcade rated it uh, four, four and a half out of five and said that it was excellent and never once mentioned how shit it looks and how badly it runs. Uh, so I don't know what it's, happened to you lately, Touch Arcade, but you are not the place I go to find out any more about these things. Also, have you muted? You've muted your microphone, Dodger. I think either that or your. Sorry. Thank you. There you go. I don't know how long you've been trying to talk, but we have not heard a word of it. I was just saying, what if it did work fine for them and they didn't know? Uh, because that would involve you being blind. Every every piece of footage on YouTube clearly shows it doesn't work properly. Ah, like, yeah, I, I looked at the first blind. one. That I thought it must just be this guy has a bad recording setup. It can't be this bad. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at a few more, and it They're was the like same. This. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, is there something wrong with my iPad? Mm. No, there actually isn't. It's literally that bad. And if you don't notice that, you are just get a different job. Damn. Like, you are not qualified 
to be in this industry at all if you think that is okay please leave <laughs> you might be part of the reason why mobile gaming is as bad as it is and it has no fucking right to be as bad as it is it, it does it does seem like i said i said the fighting game standard for mobiles was low but it does seem like most mobile game standards are pretty low yeah like I, I usually only go for games on mobile that i already know are good like ftl or i have kotor on my ipad i play yeah. through that sometimes yeah you know ports like of that. pc indie stuff that would work well on a touch screen generally a good bet yeah ftl is my biggest one for mobile i played democracy three on on ipad as well that's an excellent platform for it i use I, it for a lot of board game there's a lot of board games on ios that uh, have really good clients yeah I've, I've played some board games on other people's ipads and like convention lines back and that was that was something i did even back like you know i feel like five years ago people had like yeah. casa carne or however you pronounce that game on yeah that, that was yeah, that's that was one of the first ones they they've been putting a lot of them on speaking of Remember when I mentioned that cool social deduction game where you pass a phone around, it gives different information around Triple Agent? Yes, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, they gave me... I think this is the first time ever I've been given review code for a mobile game before because oh. they heard us talking about it on the show. That's out on the 20th of July, which means we could play it at CoxCon and you guys Yay! can play it in the signing lines. Can't wait. Fucking yeah. Jesse, have you muted yourself as well? Or? No, I no, said okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> that didn't come through. I used to be doing that. All right. <laughs> yeah. I was excited. Yeah, I am very, uh, very interested in playing that. Mm. Everyone has already played it. People I actually trust, like, you know, real people, games devs, have said real that it's... <laughs> yes. Have said, no, people that, people. Basically, Go people that don't work for <laughs> have have said that it's excellent. So that's the and that's the most tragic fucking thing, isn't it? Because it's the are, lack of trust, the lack of respect. No, no, it's just that there's so much potential here. And there's been potential for fucking years for the use of smart devices to enhance gaming in real ways. A great example of what we're doing at the end of CoxCon is that Jackbox panel. Prime example uh -huh. of using smart devices to create new experiences. Like that, an iOS device. A Android device is not inherently bad for video games, but no. you have to design with it in mind. But people fuck it up constantly. Well, I think it has to do with everyone trying to find that next big thing that will end up like no one's ever done this on like a mobile device before. And if we can do it right, we're going to make a bajillion dollars. So it's about the creativity. The problem is it's still a mobile device and there's only so much you can do with a mobile device. And really, truthfully, they're best when used with other things, like used to, to help with something else that isn't just like, I'm going to play a MOBA on a mobile. Like that never works. Like that shit never mm. works. Except, yeah. I, you know what? I would have said that until this past weekend. A waiter at one of the restaurants we went to was so hype for League of Legends on mobile. He was like, he must be the only dude in the world. He was like, there's my jam though. I love it. I was like, that doesn't oh. exist. This guy was like wanting exist. that to to like be a thing. There is there is a one that's getting sued that was a clone of it that was made in China that Riot is suing the living shit out of. 
it might be that's right. what he wanted. That like might be well, that's what he was. Ne- that's about. Ne- that game is never coming to mobile, so he should probably give <laughs> up on that. Know, this guy was like hype on it. He was like, "Yeah, man, I Thing love is, playing <laughs> mobiles." There yeah. are several good Dota style games on mobile. Vainglory is Vainglory fucking is gorgeous and a good game. Uh, mm-hmm. The the guys who made Clash of Clans and Clash Royale have soft launched their take on it. It's called, is it called Brawl Stars, I think? Um, and, you know, they've, they have, uh, Supercell have an inherent, under- yeah, it's called Brawl Stars. They have an inherent understanding of the limitations of a mobile device and how to use it well. <clears throat> so I haven't played Brawl Stars yet. The trailer was terrible for it, but I'm, because of how good Clash Royale was, I'm willing to give it a shot and I'm interested to see what they did because they understand the limitations and how to build on that and how to build within that. You don't try and emulate what a mouse and keyboard does. You don't try and emulate what the PC does. You build within this environment for this environment and you can make good shit that way. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to see how long we would all just be silent. <laughs> I hate you guys sometimes. Jesse, what have you been playing? What's been going on? Uh oh man. Um I first off want to say that I downloaded uh Black the Fall. Um, yeah. How do you like that game? That game uh is like super compelling and very weird and like uh so the basic premise is you are in a I'm gonna say dystopian futuristic russia it and takes place in romania it's, it by, so, it's by romanian so, developers yeah it's mm-hmm. it's definitely it's it's something about a future soviet era world in which uh you are one of many workers in this crazy factory and you're trying to escape and so um everything for some reason is bicycle powered uh <laughs> and it is very bleak and dark and filled with ogre men who try to track you down and and people you can control with uh with a weird like hand laser thing um it's puzzles and uh platforming and uh like different room escape things essentially I'm looking at pictures of it. it it's kind of reminding me of inside yes yeah exactly. that's what I that's what I said too. Inside, inside have come up on this one um, I might, I love inside. I might have to check this out. You, you I do think, I do think that it 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 departs from that at a certain point. Like okay. the whole beginning feels very inside, and at a certain point, it it doesn't feel quite as much like it anymore in a good way. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good game. Have you finished it? Because I'm told it is extremely short. I have I not finished it, and I no. played a few hours of it. Really? Okay. So. It is. Uh, I mean, inside was short. Yeah. Right. Which is yeah, that's be, not a problem. Yeah. I I enjoy little games like that. I yes. just want to play a game for a few hours and beat it. Games mm-hmm. don't have to be twenty hours, but obviously people that have to pay for games are concerned about length. It's like, there's no doubt about that, and that's entirely mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. For as someone who doesn't have that much time, I'm willing to drop twenty bucks for a game that's a few hours or whatever the price is, as long as it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's some of the puzzles are really, really creative. Um, 
one I found very, very frustrating. I don't know if you have this problem, Dodger. There's one puzzle where you were on a platform. It's the very first one of these. We're on a platform as it goes through like a uh, uh, refinery and it's slowly being cut apart. And so like, that's the easy part. And then you have to jump onto a uh, like a pipe. The, j- the timing of that jump must have killed me like five times. I could not do that <laughs> jump to save my life. And it, like, it wouldn't connect, like you're supposed to grab on it. It just wouldn't. Um, right. There's a few things like that where I think uh, angles and where you're supposed to be are are problematic. But other than that, it's a fine game. It's super, mm. like, it, it's very interesting. And uh, the more the di- the more you dig deep into the game, you're like, holy shit. Like, all right, I see the message that they were going for with this one. Yeah. Right. So definitely check that out. Did you beat it, wanna... Jesse? <clears throat> no, I've not beaten it yet. I just started playing it. Uh, and then uh, I realized I just <laughs> I had to start working on stuff before I gotcha. leave. For... Yeah. Yeah. I've, there are several long plays on YouTube that clock the game in an hour. What? But, God, yeah. I don't. But but one assumes they are not repeatedly dying and that they know how to solve the puzzles. Yeah, maybe yeah. that is it. Right. Because some of those puzzles are just like, there's one that it took me a minute to realize, because I'm an idiot. A mechanic that I had learned a little bit ago was very relevant to the puzzle. And I was like, there's got to be a way to get through this. Could (laughs) not put two and two together. And what I did was like, God damn, my dumb. So Yeah. I, man, first of all, like I got to come on the podcast more often because I already have three games I want to play now that I'd never heard of before. (laughs) But I, I definitely have you beat on on dumb puzzle mechanics. I'll never forget the first time I played Twilight Princess. I was I was stuck in this dungeon. I was trying to figure out for the life of me how to get over this thing. And I literally spent two, like an hour or two just running around in the dungeon trying to figure out, all you're supposed to do is cut a rope with your sword. And I just felt like the biggest <laughs> idiot the ever yeah. once I finally got it. Yeah. I hate that. There have been games that I've dropped because I've like... When I was younger, specifically, because I couldn't no just internet. look up how to, yeah. yeah, how to do it. But there are there are games that, as a kid, I remember that feeling of just, am I an idiot? Like, there's this has to be something simple, but I could not, for the life of me, figure it out, and that's just never most, played the game again. Yeah, that's what most games back then were like. It's just mm. like I can't. What is wrong with me? And and it was just. Yeah, it's that uh, moon logic we talk mm-hmm. about every once in a while sometimes too, where it's just, there's no way you would ever know this. And there was no like game FAQ website that you could go to. So it was straight yeah. up just like, what do I do? Who do I talk to about this? Because I have no one that will help me. Yeah. yeah. Some old adventure games like Darkseed and, and stuff like that, you had to spend like years on just like trying to figure out what you did wrong. You get to the end after like a three like three day cycle in the game or whatever, and you die. And it's like, well, you didn't pick up the pin at the in the first like the library when you walked in. But there's no yeah. way of knowing that that's what you did wrong. You have to kind of figure it out. Yeah, but they don't really make games like that anymore. No, <laughs> because that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of agree. That. I was gonna say that too, because they're because that's because because that's stupid. Plus, that's a it's bad also game. <laughs> pointless with the advent yeah. of the internet anyway. So it's like who you who you yeah. fall in here. Yeah, now you just look it up. So even if you enjoy that style of game, there's no point. No, there isn't. Yeah. yeah, people have got better at designing adventure games, and I think we're all very thankful for that. Cool. 
It's about almost 10 past the hour, so we should take a break. Doesn't time fly when you're having fun? We'll be right back talking a little bit about some news and some releases. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast for the final hour or so of the show. Yo! Indeed, hopefully you had a wonderful, relaxing break with the Stanley Parable soundtrack. I certainly enjoyed that. A little bit of beyond good and evil thrown in there for good measure, because why would you ever not need that? We've been busy taking a fucking machete to this release list because holy crap is it full of utter tosh we're working on it <laughs> we've had to divide the work because there's so much crap uh, thanks steam direct making our jobs a lot easier nothing. no uh, we do we don't ask our guests to do that <laughs> it's like that's that's like inviting someone into your house and then asking them to take out the rubbish it's we not something you really do yeah can you do the dishes because like i cooked so yeah. <laughs> When I have guests on my show, I put them to work. Find <clears throat> things for me and get me treasures. Treasures? Treasures? Various treasures. What, kind of, what treasure. kind of treasures specifically are we looking at here? Whatever kind of treasures are in Minecraft or Terraria or whatever freaking game we're playing. Hmm. I'd Go like... find items so that I live longer on my own show. I don't want to die. Fair enough. All right. That's the requirement. Let's dive into a little bit of news, shall we? There is a little bit of it, so we could talk about that. First things first, we got a bit more information on what this Atari thing is going to be. The Atari box. So we got a few specs on it. We got pictures of it. Uh, firstly, the picture of it is quite nice as a thing that would go on a shelf. Sort of a pleasantly retro-inspired thing with a sort of... I don't think it's real wood. Uh, but it, apparently they're saying they're hinting it would it would be housed in wood. Paneling. It looks like wood, inspired by the wood of the Atari 2600, but a sort of modern-looking thing. I was like, huh, that looks quite nice. What it is, they're still being a little vague on it. They said it appears it will be similar to the NES and SNES classics, providing access to old titles in modern retro hardware, but also kind of PC-like, where it, not teasing you intentionally, we want to get this right, oh, and there'll be a fucking crowdfunding campaign for it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, which pretty much instantly said, oh, ooh, yeah, again. Great. Yes. Who who owns Atari now? I don't even know at this point. That I'll look it up. The, the Atari brand has gone through so many strange phases and this just appears to be the latest one. The render for it, like I said, is it's pretty. I like how it looks. It does look nice. It does. It really genuinely does. Mm. But what it what it actually ends up doing, we're still very confused. <laughs> we don't really know. We're thinking Ouya style thing, which you should not kickstart. Because we know what happened the last time you fucking did that. Um, I mean, it's apparently owned by Infogrames. Infogrames, yeah. I mean, they're, sure. they're, they're fairly, at least they were a fairly large company. Um, back in the day when it came to game development. Mm -hmm. I mean, according to that, they don't. Right. So, Infogrames. It's not owned by Infogrames. Infogrames reincorporated as Atari. Um, Infogrames was defunct as of 2009. Uh, <clears throat> it's an international French holding company, basically, now. 
A uh, bunch oh. of subsidiaries have declared bankruptcy. It's still around somehow, and we don't know how exactly. They have a total equity of minus 13 million euros, apparently, as of 2015, which is generally not a good thing for any company. Great. Uh, Sounds good. They own a bunch of IP that we really wish they didn't. And this thing is happening. I... Crowdfunding. Yeah. Don't... Mm. No. Stop it. No. No. When I first heard of the Atari box, I assumed it was going to be like a... Uh... NES classic type thing. That's what only I thought shitter. Too. Yeah, because yeah. Atari 2600 games are all fucking garbage. They've done stuff like that though. Mm -hmm. Like they, there was like the little Many times. Atari joystick that yeah. plugged into the TV that had a bunch of Atari games on it. I actually like have something similar to that. <clears throat> yeah, they were like cheap novelty gifts, basically. Yeah. yeah. As to what they're gonna put on the fucking thing, it's like they have a lot of IP, but it was across a variety of systems. Atari 2600 games were shit, so we don't really care about that. And if they think anyone does care about it, I think they're in for a rude awakening. I mean, it would be a nice mm. ornament for my shelf if it looks <laughs> any. If it ends up looking anywhere nice and uh, near as nice as that render, which it probably won't. I, we're just all really confused at this point as to what this thing is. But the whiff of Ouya is not a whiff you want around your product. Damn. Yeah. That is hopefully a lesson I think that people have learned by now. So I'm I can't wait to find out more information about this confusing fucking thing. It'll be entertaining at the very least. Uh, sure, yeah, it will be that. I don't know if the product will be, but the uh, things yeah. surrounding it will. Uh so Nintendo has announced they'll cease production of the new 3DS in Japan. Uh variants pretty much done. They'll line up Basically, now seems to be the new 2DS and the 3DS XL. Okay. From what I can tell. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's sort of a product line pruning by the looks of it. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Uh, the new 2DS, is that currently available for purchase? Uh, I know we saw a lot of reviews of the product over the last week or so. Yeah, I know they've been sending it to people, but I don't know mm -hmm. that it exists. Currently unavailable. Not that means anything. I don't know if it's being released and it's just sold out. Hmm. Obviously, it's just a, hey, this is the size and power of what the new 3DS XL was, but the 3D feature is gone, so you're saving some money, which looks I think like, for the... It looks Sorry, like it's ahead. out on the 28th of July. The okay, so it's, it's out in about a week or so, yeah, which is fine. It's a completely sensible iteration for that product line. The 3D is not something that is of value to a lot of people, myself included. If I needed to buy another 2DS, well, another 3DS, the 2DS XL looked like an option. The only concern I had, uh, which has been expressed by several viewers, uh, Jeff Gersman in particular, when he was doing his little preview of it, that fucking screen is rattly. Like, it doesn't lock properly in place. And he mentioned quite accurately, if you happen to be on a plane, and there's even a few bumps, this is probably not going to be a very pleasant experience, and also something that flappy is going to wear out a lot faster. It seems like the attachment of the screen to the other screen is a bit cheap and well, uh, not well designed. So that is a concern. Mm. So that, that's a thing, I guess. They haven't killed the line completely. You know, they, they haven't switched to the Switch completely yet. Right. Which I think, again, is kind of fine. The, two, the 3DS has a massive install base. It's still extremely popular in Japan, even though the Switch is as well. 
I think the two products Hon can coexist for a while. I think so too. Honestly, I, I mean, I've talked about this every single time we've brought up the Switch, but I much prefer like playing on the go with a 3DS than with the Switch. Yeah, well, so I usually stuff. use my Switch more as it's it's easier to take to places like conventions to play portably, but mostly I just like that I can have my Switch dock in here and play in bed, and it not be a problem with the connection and doesn't have a crappy screen like the Wii U does. Yeah, mm. I do a lot of that. Um, I on the opposite, I don't like the 3DS because it's uncomfortable, and makes my hands hurt. I do like the Switch portably, and I've used it 95% portably. I just think that shows how flexible the system is, that we can mm -hmm. both have those completely different usage scenarios and still be happy with it. Mm -hmm. The 3DS cramps up my hands as well, but I still like it. <laughs> I don't it's know got my some hands great games on it. It's got some excellent games on it. I wish it didn't cramp my hands the way it did, because I'd use it a lot more if it didn't. Especially if you're laying down. It really cramps my hands if I'm laying down on my yeah. back. I switch a little bit, but not as much. Yeah. All right, so moving on news-wise... So for those in the PC gaming market, they may have noticed and maybe haven't realized why over the last few months that graphics card prices have gone through the roof. And the reason for that is a cryptocurrency by the name specifically of Ethereum. What? Yeah. You don't know you don't know about this either. Okay, cool. No. Let me tell you a little bit about it on a very basic level. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on it. I've played around with cryptocurrencies before. But the basis of cryptocurrencies, of which there are actually quite a few, the most commonly known one is Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And Bitcoin had to be mined, which was basically solving a very, 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 very complex puzzle for all intents and purposes. And you use your computer hardware to do it. And it got progressively harder. There's a finite amount of Bitcoins that can ever exist. We haven't got all of them yet, but eventually we will. And eventually it became utterly impractical for a regular person to mine Bitcoin because specialized setups, I believe they're called ASICs, were built and huge warehouses full of machines in China were used to farm it. However, other coins did sprout up and some of them were built to be resistant to what's called ASICs farming. So mm. Ethereum was a coin that was resistant to this and could be mined using regular consumer graphics cards very effectively so there was a gold rush for it uh the value being you know it's cryptocurrency the value is very volatile people made a bunch of money off it were able to mine there's a gold rush which meant shit ton of people bought a shit ton of graphics cards and there were certain right. graphics cards that were very good at it for their price performance some which were not mid-range graphics cards in particular basically sold out across the entire planet and as a result prices went through the fucking roof um, apparently, over the last week or so, there's been a fairly steep decline in that market, and miners are starting to dump their GPUs on eBay, and the prices are starting to go down again. Which we knew would happen eventually, but apparently that's kind of what's happening now. If I didn't know any better, I would think that you were explaining some obscure sci-fi novel storyline to me. <laughs> yeah. Something like Ernest Klein would write or something like that. Cryptocurrency is weird. Uh, I've spoken <clears throat> to people who are big into it. Hell, I did a whole StarCraft show match where we paid the users in Bitcoin, which ended up being about $9,000 worth. Jesus. Now, oh, I mean, if you, if you, let me put it this way. If you bought Bitcoin at the very start and you kept it, you are now a millionaire. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, so enjoy kicking yourself on that one. 
as I think we all have, but there's always the rush for the next one. People are like, well, what will be the next Bitcoin and can I make money off it? Uh, people believed Ethereum, which had a massive, as hugely changed in value. I mean, this is a coin that I believe spiked at a value of about $400. Um, I think, and this changes so often, I can't even keep track of it. I only have a very passing interest in uh, cryptocurrencies. I think it's about, it dropped to a low of 133 after that, and then went back up to about 170. You can see why people trade it a lot, because it's effectively, you can do day trading with this stuff. <clears throat> right. And if you have a decent amount of capital, it's something you could make some money off of if you understand how it works as in terms of uh making money off acquiring it people are like well how is that like surely you're spending more on electricity well no that was the thing uh for a while you weren't and the way that gpus work and also bearing in mind that not everybody pays for electricity like you live in a dorm in many countries you get your electricity paid for run a few farming rigs it's like well you're making not a lot, but some. It's like, oh, well, making $10 a day on this where it just sits in the background doing nothing. And then, of course, the bigger you scale it up, the more you end up making. So, yeah, some people were making money off it. It's like a Lex Luthor scheme. It's, yeah. it's like next level. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. I've, I've never completely understood cryptocurrencies and how they work. I mean, the, the best, in terms of like why they have value, it's because we say they do. Right. right. If Just I decide, like any currency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if I if I decide to start giving you bottle caps for things and you decide those bottle caps have value, then they have value. And you use this sort of giant technology called blockchain where everybody else verifies the transaction. So you can't fake it. Because there's like millions of computers verifying the whole thing. And keeping track of like the whole history of it. It's fascinating to look at a blockchain. You can track the history <clears> of every <throat> transaction where everything has ever been ever. It's kind of nuts. Uh, yeah. it's you know what it, I'll tell you a little interesting story about how crazy that is. We when we did that uh, event, it was a lot of money on the line. And it was a show match best of seven between two of the best players in the world. They apparently, which is happened before and is not against any rules or anything some people might think it's against the sort of spirit of competition agreed to share the prize pool to some extent like rather <clears> than being all or nothing they said let's do 70 30 behind the scenes which is up to them we had nothing yeah. to do with that but the thing about bitcoin is every transaction is tracked in the blockchain so as soon as that bitcoin was transferred people immediately knew it had happened. Hmm. And it was 100% verifiable. They saw the Bitcoin move from this wallet to this wallet. They couldn't say for sure who, because you can't identify people like that, but they knew that that prize pool had been split after the prize pool had been sent. Right. It was fascinating. Fascinating little, uh, little endeavor. Hmm. Hmm. But... I'm not an expert in cryptocurrency, and I'm certainly not going to pretend to be. I was like, I'm scratching the surface for a very good reason, because I do not understand it beyond surface level. I but think you're at least passing as an expert in, in present company. In the country the of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, I think. Right. <laughs> Just ignore the fact that in that novel, that didn't happen at all. <laughs> Pay no attention to the message of that short story. <laughs> he died. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, yeah, but this is good news, obviously, for PC gaming. It's been a bit rough for people. Uh, NAND prices across the world have been up, which means good quality SSDs have been more expensive. RAM has been more expensive and GPUs have been more expensive. So if you wanted to get into PC gaming, now is not the time to do it. Mm. <laughs> nope. Wait. Wait. Uh, we'll just wait a bit, okay? It will Man. even out. All right. That's crazy. Crazy. Uh, speaking of money, the Oculus Rift got price a drop. pretty big price drop. Obviously, the Oculus Rift is currently the least successful of the four major VR devices. That being the Rift, the Vive, the PSVR, and the Samsung Gear VR. Mm -hmm. they, uh, Oculus announced a permanent price drop of a bundle, which is Rift plus the touch controllers, which frankly is kind of what you need. Like, right. Playing with the Rift with a 360 controller, while possible, is not really the VR experience you are probably looking for. 500 bucks for the bundle, which makes it relatively competitive. I mean, HTC Vive and controller is 800 fucking dollars. Right. So right. that's very competitive, and it's even coming close to the PlayStation VR, where I'm almost certainly convinced they are now taking a loss. But oh, that, PlayStation? No, 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 not PlayStation. Because PlayStation uses a lot oh. of old hardware, like the Move and shit. Um, the Oculus. I, I think right. the Rift is probably taking a loss at this point. But you have to bear in mind that they have a store that sells content that is curated, most of which is good, versus the Vive, which has a real pile of shit on it. You know, that the open market is good in some ways. And we've had a lot of arguments about exclusives. But if you use the Oculus Store, you are not going to buy a piece of shit on it. I know this. I've right. used it a lot. I uh, have, because they, they have this press account, which gives access to everything. Perpetually, I believe. I think until I say something mean about it, then they take it away. But, <laughs> so I basically Now's have, your chance I basically have everything that the that is available on the store as a result of that. Nothing that I have tried on the Oculus Store has ever come across to me as this is dog shit. A lot of it has come across to me as I would not pay the price this is being offered at for it. But none of it's bad. And there's plenty of bad vibe stuff. A fairly massive amount of bad vibe stuff, actually. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I, my Oculus is, is pretty great. I use it from time to time, but... Again, I, the reason why I don't use it all the time is just because, like, these bad boys, right? I just VR plus glasses equals head hurt, and I'm not a fan of that. Come back at me when you when I can have like specialized lenses put in, then right. the change. Yeah, mm. yeah. It, it it's it's interesting because there was this rumor that certain big players in the industry are looking at AR over VR, and we sort of kind of dismissed that notion, but. And full Xbox was doing it. Well, HoloLens, I don't think, is ever really going to have real gaming applications, and that's why we haven't heard about it in the gaming space for a couple of years. Like, it's got much, much bigger applications in things like engineering, medicine, etc. But, and full disclosure, I'm still part of Polaris. Ergo, I'm still owned by Disney. Ergo, take any opinion I have about Disney products with a pinch of salt. The recent Disney Expo showed a very short trailer for Star Wars Jedi master challenge thing 
which is an AR experience. Okay, cool. Um, we saw a very little of it, <clears throat> but it's an AR visor, not a VR visor, and a full-size sort of fake lightsaber, which some people went bonkers about. Obviously, since we didn't see the gameplay, I was like, okay, what? But it's interesting that a property of that size and a publisher of that size have kind of dipped their toe in that and are indicating yeah. that they want to dip their toe into that more. Guys, whatever happened to the HoloLens? Um, they're using it more for engineering and medical applications and didn't do anything with gaming. Mm, okay. Uh, the, the intention was never really to make it a gaming device which is why it was weird that they kind of showed... They showed Minecraft a couple of years ago at E3, I think, as a proof of concept. Right. But not that... And they didn't actually expect it, it to be... Because it's a very expensive device and has very limited use. Uh, Jesse, did you say you tried uh, HoloLens Experience uh, a couple of years I ago? I did. Sorry, I was trying to watch this trailer for the the VR or AR... Uh, like they don't show anything really. No, it's, it's a thirty-second like, proof of concept, basically. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So when I was at E3, God, three years ago, I think is when they had Hololens. Two years ago, um, it was the way that we used it. I know that on stage they did the whole presentation where it's like you're in Minecraft and now your world is like outside. And you're looking down and you can change. We didn't get that at all. The the experience we had was um, you put on the lens. And you went into a ship that was very much like, uh, it was one of the cruisers from Halo. And so you put on the lens and you stared at a, uh, a wall that sort of calibrated everything. And then from that point on, everything you saw was um, a mix of reality and then uh, troop transports and like, you know, Marines and stuff. It was super cool. Um, and, and, then eventually you went to like a big grid and then uh, I'm, I'm trying to think one of the very many famous voice actresses that exist gave you like a speech as a character and then did like a whole it's it's you know how in the movies when someone tries to explain the like the, the final battle and they're like we have to get to here and like look at this giant this giant screen of a 3d model of some super battle station it was like that except it was in real life and it was super cool and then it was like, all right, um, now that you've explored this ship with this AR stuff, take it off and go play Halo. <laughs> and so <laughs> I thought we were going to get to play Halo with AR. And I was right. But that's not what it was at all. It was just a like a, a level setup explaining what you were going to do. And then you actually just went and played the game. But right. it was the technology was there. The biggest problem that I had is that the uh, imagine. Um, your, your field of view, like what you can see, the AR was confined to here, like in front of you. It was like a little box right here. And if you looked out of it, like nothing, it was just normal reality. Everything was confined to right here. And so right. the way they set stuff up is it had to be directly in front of you. So if you turned even a little bit, it would just start to vanish. Um, so it definitely wasn't completely ready yet, but... Uh, the stuff that they did show was really cool. And mm -hmm. I, I'm ready for that. I, I've been ready for AR stuff forever. I've said it before, I'll say it again. An AR horror game would be next level. 
no thank you no, no. thanks <laughs> I'd rather die um i can imagine somebody eventually you know for the chickens like me um i can imagine somebody going you know what would do really well in ar tamagotchi i would play tamagotchi in AR. right i would yeah. play ar tamagotchi yeah. immediately <laughs> you know what would do really well in ar applicable daily life things imagine traveling to a foreign country you throw on your little glass thing or whatever and you can just read whatever it says in english i mean that's basically right. the goal yeah. of google glass isn't it yeah. I mean, currently mm -hmm. it's because they had the explorer edition we own one of those uh and it was mostly used for data gathering it's an interesting piece of tech but it's definitely not finished i believe they're currently pushing it towards enterprise applications eventually that degree of wearable tech will absolutely be commonplace i think Yep. I don't think question I mean, that's that. like It's too potentially changing. useful for yep. it not to be. Right. <clears throat> I'll be certainly and, on board with that. Yeah, the the additional things that you could gather so many so much information that you could just put right here in front of your eye that would change everything about mm -hmm. how we communicate and travel and what uh, yeah, the the technology we're right on the cusp of something awesome. And I yep. can't wait for whenever we like just push on through because man that would be awesome that'll be so cool y'all haven't experienced it and just a little bit of it i know the potential is there for something really awesome yeah mm -hmm. i think the the limitations at the moment i mean there's, there's three major challenges you've got you need power and portability which for wearable tech you can't have it be particularly heavy for obvious mm -hmm. reasons because it becomes uncomfortable uh miniaturization the biggest sort of issue i think is a lot of what you're suggesting like translating things in real time etc can already be done but you've got to do it with cloud functionality right can you do that without needing to be permanently connected to the internet right. if you can do that <clears throat> then the thing suddenly becomes a hell of a lot more useful since obviously there's a lot of areas in the world where no you don't have a stable 4g connection Hell, the U.S. can't even fucking manage that. There's plenty of places that can't. And also the option, you know, the idea of how do you interface with it in a way that makes sense. Scouters. Oh, yeah. What is what does the scouter say about TV's power level? Yeah. It just what does it ever say down? about my power level? Yeah, what does it say, Dodger? <laughs> Off the fucking I'm scale. I'm not going to do it. Not gonna do it between uh, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Where is my power level? Oh, Jurassic Park three. Definitely Jurassic Park you one. Are, your favorite. You're fired. <laughs> you are solidly an Allosaurus. Oh dear. It's the Jurassic Park three. You can swim, but it's also like a T Rex. Yeah. All right. That's about it for news. Uh, we've been hacking down this release list quite a bit. Yeah, dog. Do you have the the finale for me? Uh, kind of. We're sort of going to go halfway and probably just give up because there really is way too much shit. That we we have all three of us are taking a goddamn giant machete to this thing, and there's still too much. So we will, right. we'll talk a little bit about some releases. I have no intention of being here all goddamn day. Uh, let's just say Steam really opened its bowels this week, but yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, today, July 18th, we have Aeternum. A e t e r n u m. The acclaimed bullet hell shooter of Xbox Live Indie Games, now on PC. Yeah, so it seems to be a 
mixture of a kind of bullet hell with some visual novel thing in it full of magic teacup cats and corgis piloting spaceships, so they say. Perfect. Ah. Yep. Yep. It's what you need. <laughs> Next up is Children of Zodiacs. This looks hey, cool. It is. Yep. We've talked several well, times RPG? on the show about it. Uh, Jesse has been a big advocate of it. Mm -hmm. Give us the little summary, Jesse, about this since you play the most of it. It is a tactical fantasy RPG with card game and dice rolling elements. Mm. Indeed. Uh, published on that Square Enix sort of creator program, if I recall correctly. Collective, something like that, yeah. Yeah. This next game looks cute. It's called Kingsway. Yeah. Kingsway uh, is the number one operating system for daily tasks like skeleton smashing and loot organizing. Yeah, so I saw Cry playing this. It was really intrigued by its presentation. The whole game basically pretends to be like Windows 95 and you're in a fake operating system playing a fake Windows 95 game. Great. Right. With all of the trappings and potential fuckery of that. So I'm super it. intrigued cool. by this as a result. I, I know cool. Cry was having a blast with it. Cool. Uh, next game is called Vicky Nachi. What? I included this because it's absolute shit. And <laughs> experience the fun. That doesn't seem like good use of your uh, purging skills, TV. With Vikinachi. It's uh, Vikinachi is a RPG game. You are going to experience the fun mischief with our Vikinachi. <laughs> there are many levels and design. In each level, the Vikinachi has to find invisible doors to reach next level. Vikinachi can collect golds. Golds? Not just one gold. Items during his journey, the main aim is to find the princes in each level. And that is the end of the description. Thank Adorable. you, Steve. Next. <laughs> Next is called... Going down the deep down iPad app store list games. It might be Those worse. Those be pretty funny. Point. Yep. Um, next up is called Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. This looks like a game I would play. Yep, just came out today. All oh, we're getting quite a lot of positive reviews on Steam. Apparently, it's got open world crafting and adventure stuff in it. The aesthetic is pretty gorgeous for this thing. It is a single player game as well. It's not one of those weird survival games. You are apparently befriending what looks like a buffalo here. This looks really, really cute. Cool. Adorable. Like next cool. up is Disco Destruction. Be I like the DJ the... and keep the customers happy. I, I do like the idea of this. It is currently free. It's a fr silly free VR game. You have to save the disco from destruction. You are a VR DJ and weird shit happens. I, I just like the concept. Next game is called Nave. Um, it's a, sp a space exploration game. Space exploration, trade, and combat, and it's free and open source, apparently. Mm, so there's potential there. Next up is called Nurbits, a music puzzle game, it says. I like this idea. You take on the role of a sound engineer responsible for producing music with a robot band. <laughs> you must <laughs> fix great. the wiring in each robot's brain before they can play the song. So it's like, it's a music puzzle game, but with electronic and circuitry shit involved in it. That's pretty Which cute. I thought was kind of neat. Uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained is coming out for PS4. Yep. And uh, Fallen Legion Flames of Rebellion is for the next Vita. one on the list for Vita. Yep. A Vita game, always noteworthy. Uh, f weirdly, 
Fallen Legion Sins of an Empire is coming out on PS4. I wonder what the difference between those two yeah. things is. Let's find out by the Google. By uh, the Googs. Ah, by the Google. Hmm. Uh, so Flames of Rebellion launch trailer came out a day ago for this thing. Oh, I'd actually play this. Uh, seems like a side-scrolling action RPG with a bit of brawler in it. Uh, pretty some pretty cool art in that. Though I wonder what the difference between this and the uh, so the other one, the Empire one, which is on PS4, is looks the same but at a higher frame rate. Why are they called different things? Okay, what's the difference? I hmm, I can't quite figure that one out. I wonder if let me just Google and see if there is an answer to that. What's the damn difference between these two games? I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> trying to figure Ho it out. Sort of push, hoping push, push. that chat can figure it out before I do as to why they're called different things. Because they look like very similar games. Pardon? Like, Sorry, what was that? Could the answer just be as simple as um they're in the same series and every game in that series looks identical <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't think there even is a series for this that's this is just this is the first game these are the first games in it so hmm. i don't i don't know i don't quite understand why they're called different things and i can't find an explanation for it on google either anyway so great but well, the both next one out. the next one is called robot riot hyper edition for ps4 uh, it's like probably means kind of something on Steam. Old school game where you play a robot and you fight other robots. Yeah, sort of old school action side scroller looking thing. Got some pretty okay art in it. Cool. Moving on. Um, uh, on the nineteenth, the only one that I left in was Space Battle Humanity. Wait, I gave you like twenty games. Did you literally huh. act nineteen of them? Were they all you told, you told me to be liberal with my accent. I did. Those, the <laughs> other games on that list did not look really? like it was worth our time. Wow. So I got rid I, of all I, of them. I've got a 100% fucking trust you on that. Because uh, holy fuck. I mean, that was a lot of games. Uh, so it's called, what is it called? It's called Space Battle Humanity. Space <laughs> Battle Humanity. Space Battle Humanity. It doesn't look terrible. I can't tell what's happening, though. I thought like there was either, but I know like TV loves Galcon space games. So. Node games. Uh, the, you know the node strategy where you send a bunch of shit to different nodes and capture it? Right. But with a kind of cool space theme. Looks like that. I think there was something on here that actually I was interested in that apparently you uh, took the axe to. Maybe Damn. I was wrong with that. Yeah, uh, Space Tyrant. Space Tyrant is a fast-paced roguelike 5X set in a grimly grimdark future of eternal war. 5X? What yeah, the hell? Uh, this looked like it had a really interesting sense of humor. And it looks like potentially this is right up my alley. There's literally a big cartoon text that says, Oppress or invade. I'm like, <laughs> there's different races. One of them's a space, uh, evil cybernetic space rabbits. Uh, yeah, th this looks right up my alley. I think this is worthy of attention as well. Mm. Uh, the next day, I think, was done by Jesse. Yes. Uh, the next the one. On, the twentieth. On July twentieth, we have Clash of Robots. Clash of Robots. Clash of Robots. I don't like it. 
It's a fighting game with robots. And yeah, because that worked out really well the last time. I think it was called Rise of the Robots. That no, that classic, known as an incredible game. But yeah, it is a robot fighting game. Uh, Trying to get the it to play ultimate footage. fighting challenge. Are you the ultimate fighter? Are you the ultimate fighting challenge? That's oh. what I'm saying. It, it, was that I in the, the description? Fighting challenge? I, I don't know. I doubt I, it. I, I'm uh, not next... sure that this is going to be any better than Rise of the Robots, but okay, cool. <laughs> next on the list is a game called Cutlass, for those of you who don't want to wait for Sea of Thieves and you want something that looks very, very similar. It's VR uh, it's as well. VR, though. Yeah, it's so... a Vive game. Yeah. Gotcha. Huge potential with that. Mm -hmm. um, looks quite similar to Guns of Icarus. Full disclosure, mm -hmm. we keep getting paid money by them. Um, <laughs> is it? it it's, multiplayer, but it it's not multiplayer. It oh, it's not? Okay. No. Uh, so it is a single-player, piratey VR game that's inexplicably not in early access. It does look kind of neat. Uh, the fact that you're on a ship alone is weird. I'll say that. But what it's showing it's in the game doesn't seem too bad. Okay. Uh, next okay. on our list uh -huh. is a little uh -huh. thing probably none of you have heard of called Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. The right, thing yes, that of Dodger course. keeps bringing up. Is this still not? Did I get delayed? I feel, I feel like this delayed, has been, yeah. yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I feel like you keep mentioning this thing. It, uh, it, it did get delayed. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to come out then either, but hopefully it will. So, uh, yeah. Oh, it's voiced by the Game Grumps? Uh... God, it's voiced by a lot of people. I mean, Game Grumps like produced yeah. it, so did they? Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, the next game is a game that is a combination of two things I never thought I'd see, and I'm so glad it exists. Quins of the Pasture is a game very similar to imagine Stardew Valley meets ooh, like meets anime, anime girls. Uh, I I don't want to imagine that, but okay, carry on. And there's, it looks like you're farming. What the fuck? Yeah, like you're farming. Most of these pictures oh, are them in their underwear. underwear. That's what cool. I'm saying. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, I'm, Jesus yeah. Christ. They finally got me to play one of these games, and this could be it. I got to say, it, it, the gameplay doesn't look very good. <laughs> it looks a lot like the newer Harvest Moon games, but worse, and that's saying something. It's like, did you want Stardew Valley, but did you also need Pantsu? Well... <laughs> Here you go. Did you not find any of the weird mods for Stardew Valley? Look, I didn't play Stardew Valley, and I certainly wouldn't have gone looking for those weird fucking mods for a game that was 2D pixel art, but okay. <laughs> Good lord. Thanks, Steam. Next. The next game is called Blind Men. It is in continuing our theme of uh, boys dating boys. This one is sure. about you being a supervillain. And <laughs> you are falling in love with the spies trying to kill you. And so... Perfect. I'm, I'm in. in. Visual novel, yeah. I'm in. It's made by Maneater Games. Yep. <laughs> well, that's appropriate. Uh, next game is Gigantic. It is finally coming. Yeah, uh, this has been running for a while on the Windows mm. Store and realized if we actually want people to play it, we should come to Steam. What I still haven't got around to playing it, but I know it's got some really interesting original ideas in it. I love the art style of it. And what I've seen on stream of it indicates to me that I should commit some time. It looks so, like everything I've played so far has been great. I, I really, truly hope this game like 
I, I love, I love the levels. I love that you capture points and that you create these giant monsters. And then that like in the back, there's a big monster waiting to come out and attack. I love everything about it. I hope people jump on this thing. It's super fun. The, there's yeah. I, I, yeah, it is. And how many times have we been saying game modes for these fucking games are boring. Holy shit. Make something interesting. Apparently they made something interesting. So yeah. hopefully it doesn't go the way of Dawn gate. <sighs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've cursed it now. All right. Next up is Slime Sun Blackbird's Kraken. That's a title is what that is. Well, they've expanded the thing already? Yep. I was going to say, that game did not come out a long time ago. I was going to say. <laughs> Apparently, there's another Slime Sun game. Took them like... Mm -hmm. They're fucking... Why are they quoting brash games in the reviews? You... <laughs> Realize that site is dead and was horribly corrupt, right? Oh dear. Well, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. All right, moving on. The next game exists only for UTB. I think it looks terrible. It's terrible. Wrestling it's, Revolution 3D. This has been on iOS for ages and it's garbage. It uh, looks the and, opening of this trailer uh, is four <laughs> men climbing a fence. Yeah, <laughs> and really. why why you would ever because with Fire Pro currently in early access and also you know the wwe games not being bad why would you ever like the sad thing is that they're kind they're trying to simulate the fantasy of everything involved sort of with wrestling signing contracts and fuses stuff the problem is it's so fucking i mean it literally looks like a ps1 game it's like god uh, something like this also there was they everything in this are copyright infringing ripoffs of real wrestlers like i can recognize every single person in this and they you mean all that have... guy who was clearly stone cold <laughs> oh i mean i'd go even further than that like oh my god she it's like oh that's shinsuke nakamura always called like ryan suzuki or something that's daniel bryan that's the rock that's john cena that's mick foley oh brad white brad white <laughs> oh my god and so there's a girl wrestler called bray wyatt <laughs> Brad White is in it. This is like bought. This is like fucking bought. Oh, Holy shit. They're not even trying to hide it. Oh my. Uh, and the last, the last game is Just Cause 3 multiplayer mod is finally. Yeah, finally. Finally releasing that thing. Yeah. Which would probably make that game a lot more fun. Because did I, I said it when it first came out. I think some of you did as well. It's like, Damn, wouldn't this have been better if it launched with co-op support of some sort? Yep. Yeah. Well, so you can do that game is so ridiculous. I love it. I love that you can now play with other people. Yep. Yep. Just cause three multiplayer mod. The developers helped with it. It's a fan created project, but yeah, they got they got some help with it. It probably looks like this will make that game really worth. Having, I was not hugely into Just Cause 3. So yeah, I will try this, though. This looks... The stuff they're showing is fucking hilarious in what you can do. Mm -hmm. It's the perfect game for this kind of nonsense. Fucking sailboat yacht race and all the sailboats just exploded for no reason. <laughs> yes! That is fucking Just Cause in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. It's delicious! Uh, that's it for the 20th. Indeed it is. <sighs> See what else we have i think the only other thing i was looking at was like the 22nd where did i put my release list somewhere else 
Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I, that 20 because it was like really nothing on July the 21st that looked like it was worth caring about. When's Splatoon 2 out? No idea. Because for some reason, uh, I, oh they, yeah, it is on July twenty first. Yeah, Splatoon, Splatoon yeah. two, and also there's a super hot release for PS four, and super that's hot. Super, super hot. basically so it. Hot. Yeah, it is super. That's one hot. of my favorite games I've played hot. in like the past couple of years. Have you I'm played sure. the VR version? Because fucking hell, I'm going. Oh my to, god, it's even better. It's e- yeah. it's it's a it's a completely separate game. It's even better. Trust me. Holy Wait, fuck! It's completely different from the yep. regular game. Yep. yep. Oh, it's I a completely new super hot in VR, and it is as good as it sounds. Man, I'm gonna have to set that up then. Arguably the best VR game. I'd go to bat and say that. Yeah, that man. Okay, I I had moved my vibe and hadn't reset it back up yet. I might have to set it back up just for that. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's, there's there is some cool stuff coming, but it's not within this week. Stuff like Pyre and Sundered that's not out until next week. So. We're not missing out on that. And the rest of it, like I said, if you can find some good stuff in there, you feel free, but there is some utter crap in that box. It's kind of fun to include some of it, though. It's yeah. Just... Some of it's worthy of mockery, and a lot of it's like, we shouldn't even be giving this the time of day, you know? <laughs> That's kind of how this ends up being. But we do our best. We do our best. I hope we didn't miss anything kind of neat. I'm... Um, Glad that I was reminded of uh, Space Tyrant, though, because that almost slipped under my radar. There was one other thing that I have no expectation of it being good, but I'm surprised none of you brought up. YouTuber's Galaxy warning no, this game is only do in this. Spanish. Don't do this. Uh, I want to let you know, I did bring this up during break, and I laughed at it <laughs> because I went to go look at it, and I was like, oh, Lord, what is this? And it just says, only available in Spanish. So <laughs> and that's probably for the best. Yeah. No me gusta. Los YouTubers. Esas personas que I'm going French now. I, I never learned yes. any Spanish. No. <laughs> non alegron los días con sus videos. Esas personas que se ven donas un buen schnitzel of foreign civil play. Uh, yep. I like yep. it. Pretty good, yep. right? Yep. The, the image, the promo image is either non-existent or the link is broken on it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. That's a good sign. Yep. Uh, Avon, and uh, people's like, Avon Colony, Avon Colony. That's next week. Don't worry, we'll mention Avon Colony next week, which does look cool. Speaking of next week, two of these people are still going to be back on a plane from CoxCon, but I'll be back by then and fuck jet lag. So I <laughs> replaced them with the entire round table. So oh, we'll have perfect. a five-person show, myself and the entire round table. They will be here... Our regulars, they're done. They're easily replaceable. Come and join us for that. Wow. I see how it is. Yep. That's it. Wow. All I need is another podcast to replace you. It all comes out. I see how it is. (laughs) Yep. It's egg time. It will. So start your egg timers. It will be myself and the whole cast of the roundtable next week while these guys are still in the air. And of course, a reminder CoxCon is happening. It's happening this weekend. Sure is. I'm coming. So soon. Yep. Tickets. Yep, there are still a few tickets available. You can still grab them right now, but you can't grab them on the door. Yes, yeah, you yes. Show up. You can't just show up. You have no. to get them in advance, gang. Yep. Mm. They're easy they're to buy. They're all guards, digital. And they'll come get you. They'll be like, what are you doing here, kid? <laughs> yeah, they'll sound like that, too. Despite it's the fact me. that they're all it's British. It's me. I'm the security guard. 
what's going wingy. on here? <laughs> out front with a little a little hat and like a baton, like little bunny hats. <laughs> yep, that's how it'll work. 22nd to 23rd, I'll be there. Jen will be there. Dodger will be there. Strippin will be there. Jesse will be there. And... I might be there next year, apparently. Yeah. We're going yeah. You might. Watch out. Got... Next year, we're blowing it up. It's all the crew. If there's a not pinball literally. machine, you can yeah, count me in. If you, if, unless you, I'm not coming next year unless you get a pinball machine. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to start making outrageous rider demands. Machine. There's going to... You know what? That's fine. There's going to be a Brown pinball M&Ms. machine. You no know one's going to be Indiana Jones pinball machine. Okay. That's a good one. I'll take it. That's a good one. That is a good one. Let's I'm go jungle. I'm going to start making specific requests. It's got to yeah. have World Cup. You've got to have Indiana Jones. you got to have... Uh, what's that one that's escaping me? Uh, the castle one. It's one of the best ones. What? Uh, Castle now, well, the yeah. one where the castle get, breaks. Man. Get Tales of the Arabian Nights. I don't know if an original Tales of the Arabian Nights is even. It's like that's about a hundred thousand dollars. I think. Find like a pinball, an old pinball man in England who's like, yes, I'm the pinball wizard. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's several of those uh, companies that maintain collections that do hire out for events and stuff, and it'll come I'm and maintain. Sure they do. Yeah, I've I've played a number of the classic interpretations on like Zen Pinball and all that stuff on iOS. Fucking Tales of the Arabian Nights is so good. Star Trek Next Generation, the pinball machine. Oh, it's so good. There's a working table in uh, Charlotte at a Bari. Hey, Jesse, here's one thing for you to look up. We mentioned, I think, once on a show before. Uh Look up Killer Queen. Find out what Killer Queen is, and you are going to want to have it for your next show. I won't even have to convince you. Because you're going to say, holy fucking shit, what is this thing? Holy fucking shit, what is this thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that fucking incredible? Yes, indeed. No, I need it on it. What is this? Killer Queen. Uh, it is How? A, what? Is it a pinball it, machine? It, no, it is a 10-person new arcade machine developed by an indie company. And it is fucking amazing. Oh, I played this. Uh, I played it. Yeah. It's so much fun. I forgot forgot what it was called. Yeah, it's called Killer Queen. I, I don't even remember where I played it. It was at some convention somewhere. There's only like wow. I think 20 or 30 machines currently uh, in existence. You could They're still being produced. Oh, when you hit the buy button at 404s. Yeah, I just tried to, I wanted to see, like, how much does that thing cost? Yeah. I think it was, like, 18000 uh, which is actually less than you would expect, I think, for a machine like that. Uh, but uh, a Bari in Charlotte has one. Nobody ever leaves it. It is constantly... Everybody in there is like, we're playing Killer Queen. We're playing Killer Queen. Because, holy fucking shit, it is a 10-person, brand-new indie arcade machine. If you can get one for next Coxcon, holy fuck... It really Man. is great. I don't remember what convention I was at where they had this, but you were lucky if you could get into a match with with people. It was everybody was constantly on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually amazing. It, it's like just playing a sort of indie multiplayer game, except everyone's in the same place and drinking and having fun. It's incredible. I like it. Yep. Uh, I know we blew up the website. Thirteen thousand for machine, which is less than you would expect for something like that. I guess. Mm. Jeez. You can still buy yeah, it. So, yeah, but that's Yeah, still, see if there's I mean, one in the UK that you can hire. Down. Yeah, we, we, we crashed the website. I I'll look into that. But first, I have to make sure this ball pit was worth it, TV. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, need a little bit more usage on this ball pit. Just got a little it bit more bowler in there. 20, 
that actually would be pretty funny to get a ball pit and just put like do not enter disease pit oh dear i want that thing used for pictures and memes if we yep. if, if we have one that's I'm, yeah that's exactly what it's gonna be people are gonna recreate that fucking photo if you go into the ball pit you get kicked out of coxcon like <laughs> that's a secret rule yeah if we catch you if any of the staff catches you in the ball pit you're out but it's be there. We're not saying you can't use it but if you're caught using it you're gone <laughs> mm-hmm. that sounds right we should take the ball so you when you got the photo area we should just have the ball pit in front of us always you could take a picture with the ball pit you're just not allowed in the ball pit i want to i'm gonna immediately i'm gonna immediately go and contact everyone and be like if you want to take a photo with me it has to be in the ball pit (laughs) (laughs) you're just yeah just get on you call it your cocks and balls cocks and balls (laughs) yes cheers yeah that one for free Perfect. Cool. Thank you very much for watching the show, folks. And big thanks, of course, to our special guest, Mr. Peanut Butter Gamer, who we certainly hope will join us at a future CoxCon. That would be amazing. Yes. But before Thank we go, God. we would and love to tell you. And pinball, I'm in. Yes, indeed. Tell me where you can find your stuff, <laughs> yeah, what's going on. You've got, a, you've got more than just your main channel. More than just uh, that. In fact, me. you upload daily, as it turns out. Yes, yes. Well, except for yesterday. <laughs> Normally, yeah, we yesterday went daily. to shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't the reason why, but it was just a coincidence. Um, apparently, a, a positive coincidence. Uh, yeah, we uh, have a channel on there. Do video, we do videos every day. The the probably the biggest draw. Uh, we do let's plays and stuff, but the thing that really gets people coming is the hardcore series, basically. And this is on PVG gameplay. Um, it is basically we get seven usually people to show up and play a game. We have regulars on there. We get guests. It'll it's either Minecraft or some Terraria, some other game where you can die. If you die in the game, you're dead for good, and then you you just get a big X over your dead portrait, and then you can't talk anymore. But so what if you die? If I die, I'm not on my own show. It's it's that's part of what I think is cool about it. Like you, I, I there have been there have been seasons where I die very early, and there's just like 20 more episodes of like just me not even there. But if you're just, uh, do you get to rake in the cash from that anyway? Because that's a perfect yeah, scheme. Yeah, it's actually I'm what a good scheme. You should just kill yourself on the first episode. <laughs> All right, well I'm out. I was a little busy, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 there's a goal, so either we complete the goal or we're all dead. There's a new one coming soon. It's on Mind Z, which is this sort of zombie mod thing for Minecraft. Uh, it should be fun. Cool. <clears throat> Killer on pro Jared and uh, Brutal Moose that time. So it should be fun. Brutal Moose. Why, why am I so tempted by a Killer Queen machine? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do that. No, you, you should. I really shouldn't. play not. with you consistently? Yeah, it's Instead. like, I, why would I buy a 10-player cabinet for my house? <laughs> <laughs> They're very big, too. Don't you have to have two, like, combined? I, mean, you, it, I think that's that's with... what you buy. That's okay. my understanding. Like when you buy the unit, uh, there's a few options. Um, the the base unit for Killer Queen is thirteen thousand. You can put on MFI bill validators, toppers, and twelve months extra support and software stuff for an additional two thousand. Wow. 
Holy I'm gonna get one of those. Here's, here's something. I really want it now. <laughs> here's something you can do instead, TB. What's going on on your channel this week? Nothing, because I've got a Cox card. But I, no, I, I will try and get a couple of things up before I leave. I think I'm, I'm flying out Thursday night. So that anti-hero video, try and get that finished if I can. Pretty, pretty much in a state where I'm ready to say what I think about it. I'm just going to maybe toss out a couple of multiplayer games just to make sure there's no issues there. I, I, I didn't get to talk about Pirate Hall, but that's for the best because I'm under embargo until the 24th, I believe. I'll try and get that video done before I leave. What I've played so far is what I've already played. And what I will say so far about it is what I've already said. So Great. you, you already you kind go. of know, but Pyre, fucking Pyre. Uh, outside of that, I do want to play around. Sundered, I do want to play around with. I have code for that. A couple of other things. I'll see what I can get up before I leave, basically. Hopefully something. And if not, there might be a few random videos from CoxCon popping up on the channel. And if not, I believe you are streaming all the panels, right, Jesse? That's the plan? Yes, uh, it'll, all, it'll all be on Twitch every last bit of it. So uh, yeah. we actually have a, a Twitch page where if you go to uh, CoxCon Official on Twitter, all the links and stuff are there. And uh, yeah, so you can watch it there. I will be doing the exact same thing. I leave in three hours and 30 minutes to go do yeah. all of that. Yeah, so you're getting out of it. I, yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I have a bunch of videos and stuff ready, but I'll probably make vlogs and things as well of our various shenanigans and whatever we're up to. So cool. Yeah. Dodge, you got anything planned for while you're away? Um, I'm gonna do an anime news episode. I'm gonna stream even on the day that we leave. So I'll be streaming this week still. And uh, yeah, then I'll be at Coxcon, and you can watch all that shit. Heyo. Heyo. Mm -hmm. Can we get a, a webcam feed of just the ball pit? And Here's the just thing. Nothing I happening. think we can make that happen. That's yeah. something that happen. just just ball pit. Uh, nothing but that. No one is allowed in it. It's just, but it is a 24 hour feed of the ball pit. I want to <laughs> set. I feel like there since are we're not so many potential Twitch, goofs now. Yes, yeah, since we're not using Twitch.tv slash Shibuzi, I feel like that should be what that is. Yes, <laughs> all yeah. weekend is just the ball pit. Yeah, and the best thing is you can now just put it to IRL streams and it's allowed. Yeah. A year ago, this wasn't allowed, but Twitch has allowed yeah. it to happen. <laughs> Fools. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Let me know if you need me to Where's bring a spare webcam for that. We'll just set it up. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. This is going to be good. <laughs> like, I don't know call it the Dave good. Lang Memorial Ball Pit. Like, yes! I don't know if you could get into legal trouble for kicking people out for going into the ball pit. Maybe not. I don't know. No, I mean, it's his con. You can kick, kick someone out for any reason. I, You would have to put it in the con rules, though, that you're not allowed yeah. in the ball pit. <laughs> just like the fine print. At oh, the I very just wanna... if someone misbehaves, you can just throw them in the ball pit. For That actually definitely was probably... That's, that, that's up, that is assault. Yeah, that would be assault. <laughs> uh, assault and battery, specifically. Uh, Ignore yeah. my idea. It's like UK it's law good... I do know, and that is assault and battery. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that thing. I want to if do the did, ultimate test. Ultimate test of video feed onto ball pit, have a sign that says do not enter in front of the ball pit and see who has the balls to go in the ball <laughs> pit on live stream. <laughs> and like, you know. If you if it's live stream, people will do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want Holy to see shit. people do it. This just, just to go against the rules. And better. Please, can we make it a Dave Lang Memorial no ball, ball pit. pit? Please. And then now immediately we get one. 
Holy Hot. fuck. This is going to be right. the funniest thing from the con. Which is good because nothing else of the con will be funny. I can pretty much guarantee that. <laughs> it's, all, it's all reliant on us. It's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> fucked. Buy a ticket. CoxCon.co.uk. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Corruptional Podcast. We'll be back next week. Myself and the whole roundtable crew for a very, very eggy episode. Thank you for watching. Big thanks to our special guest, Mr. Peanut Butter Gamer. Go check out his stuff. Yay. It's all great, mostly. Thank you for having me. Of course. Pleasure. Anytime. We're gone. See you next bye time. Bye. Goodbye.